0: For Avengers Endgame My name is Tom Chick I am here with Christian Malinsky. I'd like to be known as Nude Master 69 (laughs) With a Avengers Endgame tagline I predict actually we're going to get four today We'll find out Kelly Wand Finally an
1: Avengers movie about collecting infinity stones (laughs)
0: Alright, nice low-hanging fruit, (laughs) Kelly Wand What's next? That's why there's
1: four It's a very... A fecund tree, Tom. Um, (laughs) (coughs) Guess Hopkins said fuck off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Offense, Russo. Kelly, do you have one that we can put on a poster that children are allowed to see? This one's a little spoilery so kids can enjoy.
1: (laughs) Good thing Thanos didn't kill that rat. And then they kind of peter out. Now Iron Man's the least funny one. Is he really only snapping one finger?
2: Okay,
0: Blah, Wait, blah, 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 blah. I don't understand the rat thing.
2: What? The the rat in the van. Huh. I,
0: All right. Kelly, one. What's the fourth one? And then we'll get into more it. More
1: confusing than me. <laughs> uh. No, that one was now Iron Man's the least funny. One.
0: But, but now, okay, I'm even more confused. Well, you know, we'll get into it when we talk about the movie first. Dingus, because some I'm of the confused
1: about the rat. That's.
0: Some listeners might not know what we're talking about yet, so Dingus, give them the basics. Don't spoil anything that. like Kelly Wan's third tagline did.
1: Let's make them understand what we're saying.
2: All right, well, this week we saw Avengers colon Endgame. Endgame being one word. Endgame. A 2019 American action-adventure superhero fantasy sci-fi 22nd movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe sequel movie about, if I tell you what happens it won't happen
3: <laughs>
2: it was written by anthony Spoiler. russo and jeff uh, no sorry it was directed by anthony russo and jeff russo and written by christopher marcus and stephanie mcfeely based on marvel comics by stan lee and jack kirby and jim starlin it stars everybody
0: <laughs> <laughs> Star. what's tom stuff's cool. He's right. I mean, that's, yeah. So far, it's the most accurate thing Dingus has said about the movie. (laughs)
2: Avengers (laughs) Endgame. I'm sorry. Avengers colon Endgame is rated PG-13. Huh.
0: All right. Why, Dingus?
2: Well, for sequences of sci-fi violence Mm. and action and... (laughs) CG.
0: Some language. Oh, Oh. there is some language. I was, okay. How about that? Yeah, let's kill that son of a... Kelly wonder there are other things parents should know besides what the MPAA cautioned them about for the rating.
1: I didn't actually notice any CG. So (laughs) I rate it NC-27 for Captain America's language (laughs) and thematic material throughout.
0: Uh, Avengers: Endgame was the the biggest opening of all time by a uh, actually wider than expected margin. Uh, the previous record holder was Infinity War with a two hundred and fifty eight million dollar opening, and uh, right now End War is at three hundred and fifty million. So basically, they just tacked another hundred million onto the record, and wow. there they are. Disney right now is looking at this has eleven of the top twelve. Uh, opening weekend movies. And I imagine if you were to look at overall grosses, it would be similar as well. They just uh, bought
1: them, though, didn't they?
0: They
3: they, they Well, Disney, it's it's
0: like, Buena Vista uh, used to account for something like, and I'm going to get the numbers screwed up, but it'll get the idea across. They used to account for, uh, like eight percent of the box office uh, over the course of the last five ten years, they now account for something like twenty percent of the box office. Uh, they're so they'll be eighty
1: five because they're just going to keep. They'll buy. If you just do the Universal. math, exactly, one,
0: exactly. You do the math and you'll see uh, over a certain period of time, if you follow this trend, all movies will be Disney movies.
1: What year do you think it'll be when uh, Disney buys Warner Brothers? Hold on, I have, to, I, have to,
0: I have to draw a chart uh, and I have uh, to do I'll a little triangulation here.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like playing Stellaris.
0: But, uh, so so the number one opening movie of all time, uh, the CinemaScore rating is, of course, A+, as you would expect. Rotten Tomatoes has 96% of the reviews positive. Uh, on Metacritic, however, the average rating amongst various reviews, it's at 77.
1: We're not part of that. We should be. We're critical members of math.
0: I don't think they do podcasts. Uh, I think really? Metacritic I and, and Rotten Tomatoes are only written reviews and i think they have to be on actually they don't i don't think they have to be they are only written reviews oh we write some of this you do most of the writing kelly juan and speaking of that writing i, I would know. now like that's you so to I, should be. I would now like you to read I us agree. that writing by giving us a synopsis of avengers Endgame. what would such a thing be called i would call it 22 <laughs> movies in the making that's what i'd call it <laughs> ooh the MCU Opsis. 10 years and 20, actually over 10 years probably, yeah. And so 22 much movies in the making, right, Kelly Wand? I know. It's, it's a universal Opsis.
2: Oh, I'm kind
1: of uncertain about this one. Uh, <laughs> Those are the best ones. <laughs> kind of jet lag this week. Yeah, I know. But, like People I don't know said to me over the years, like, like go, hey man, can you give me any work? I go, nope. They go, hey, you know what? That Civil War Opsis and I go, oh, I didn't really listen. And then I think what probably Coppola thinks, like, that's the last thing I did that was good. Like was three years ago. Avengers end Sis. <laughs> Hawkeye makes his six-year-old daughter shoot arrows at a tree and some cows. <laughs> Isn't this great, Hawkeye Jr.? Don't forget to tell your friends at school you're related to an Avenger. Do I have to say which one? The wife's all. (laughs) The wife's all. Just say it's the one who got brainwashed for the whole first movie and then dumped by ScarJo. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, I think I was supposed to go to work today. Something infinity, something. But herding this tree with you guys seemed more important. (laughs) Did they even invite him to the fight? Suddenly, Hawkeye's wife and daughters get bored and decide to leave him.
3: <laughs> no,
1: that's not... No. Yeah, that was a bummer. I'm well, what? They're going to start this movie with relationships? Ending? <laughs> Damn. It was really harsh. Who's the rat? I'm chick. Goddamn. He's all, uh, guys? Some comic book page illustrations remind us of the Silver Age when children's entertainment costs much less to make and buy. Some words are all, Avengers and Gopsis. The music's all, (laughs) So memorable. Some words are all, a spaceship in space someplace. Iron Man talks to his hat. (laughs) Hey, hat. Some witty. (laughs) Where the hell are we? Well, no sign of Thanos here in the middle of nowhere. I forgot to bring food. Uh, today I taught Nebula Paper Triangle Fingerball. Uh, not sure what she's doing here. She won one nothing. Tomorrow I'll teach you tic tac toe and uh, six degrees to Kevin Bacon. <laughs> when I die soon, I'll dream of you, Hat. By the way, Doctor Strange told me there's only one universe out of 319 billion where we and Thanos tie. Remember when my wife henpecked me into blowing up all my power armor suits for Christmas? Fucking shame. Nebula <laughs> picks him up and puts him in a window seat so he's less comfortable. We watch him sleep for a few minutes, three hours. Some yellow CG wakes him up. It's Captain Marvel's hair. She carries his ship back to Earth. <laughs> Jane Fonda in a flight suit nudges me. My character taught her that. She's a pilot, so she carries things. Everybody makes Iron Man sit in a wheelchair and they stick IV tubes in him while the mom's ghost from 13 Ghosts turns away glumly. Just as they stick the last tube at his arm, he stands up and tears out all the tubes. Damn it, Captain America, this is all your fault, just like Ultron and Less Than Zero. And don't get me started your alcoholism and womanizing. I hate you! Spider-Man was like a pet rock to me. And black Panther was the only black friend I've ever had. Falcon and War Machine sigh at each other and make expressions (laughs) like Black Panther's expression when Green Book won Best Picture. (laughs) That's how it feels to be Iron Man's black friend. Like an Oscar nominee. (laughs) Oppressed. Cap walks up in a white, white tank top. My German ex-girlfriend's all, woo! (laughs) It's all, Tony. Scarjo's all.
2: Chris is right. <laughs> Wait a minute, no.
1: <laughs> that was the last-second decision. Maybe I can't. Captain Marvel walks up. I too am on screen. <laughs> Ghost Rider's <laughs> all.
4: <laughs> Ghost Rider's all. When I take a shower, I have to stick my head outside the curtain, or the water will <laughs> extinguish my head skull oh he's
1: an avenger invisible girls all don't worry all four of us survived the finger snap you're welcome Disney a CG recreation of Stan Lee hugs Carrie Fisher and then Leonard Duboy Thor's all Jira oh, I'm starving he sits down at a plate of spaghetti and holds up his empty hand after a few seconds thunder booms and a fork flies into it See, I could
2: have written this fucking movie.
1: He holds up his other head and <laughs> so size. Awesome.
2: If Mjolnir was just a fork.
1: I know. He, I mean, it kind of almost is. He holds up his other head and sighs while he waits for the knife. <laughs> Do you think, like, Carpenters will look at the Thor go, that'd be so cool if I just held up my head and my tools flew <laughs> to me.
5: Mark Ruffalo walks up. Guys, I just did some off screen science. As you can see from these blue swirlies, Thanos is somewhere uh, right here on planet Thornfruit.
4: Uh, thought he had a baby Gamora with him at the end of Infinity War. Not seeing it on the swirlies. Capsol,
1: then let's go kill this motherfucking bitch ass cunt! <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. Oh, Holy cats. He's changed these, since the first movie. Wow. ScarJo's all, Steve is right. <laughs>
3: what? Why is that happening?
4: I don't know. It's hard to stop. <laughs> also, shouldn't I be Scarlet Witch?
3: Why is this <laughs> Uh, I don't
1: know. It's, I don't know what's happening. The Avengers wear uniforms with A's on them and walk in slow motion towards their Quip jet, while the theme music's all la la la
2: la 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 la
1: la la. <laughs> After they get on board,
4: Steve, I've been thinking about going to work.
1: <laughs> I know, because if it does, I don't know what I'll do. If Um, some words are all planet thorn fruit. Thanos (laughs) enjoys his success by picking a basket of poisonous thorns and then sits down in a caddy shack. I guess he ate the Gomorrah. He stares at us and farts. Uh, A lot more room
4: and fewer people now to fart on. Uh, You're welcome, unit. Suddenly, the Avengers fall (laughs) screaming through a hole
1: already in his roof for some reason. (laughs) Cap gets up wincing. Uh, Ugh! My spine! (sighs) Why didn't we land using the spaceship? Steve is
4: right! (laughs) (laughs) She's sexy. That's her sexy voice.
1: Thanos is all...
4: Hey, we should do a spinoff with just me, Cable, and Jonah Hicks.
1: Thor cuts his head off screen with an axe. Beside me, Diggis stands up, pumps his fist, and goes, Slice! Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Did it happen? Be honest. Did you see this with Tom?
0: <laughs> I did not. I can't verify whether or not that happened, but I bet it did, Kelly Wand. I,
1: I don't think we need to be there. It's like the Mueller report.
0: Right. Your instincts are solid on this one.
1: Yeah. Listen to him sound guilty. Yeah, right. He talks like ScarJo. Thor is all. I guess you could say he gave me head.
4: Oh. Dingus is right.
1: (laughs) I know we somehow haven't looked at his gauntlet all this time, but now let's look at it. Damn, the Infinity CG Stones are gone. I guess Thanos destroyed them using his fruit baskets. He must have suspected this was an Avengers movie. Captain Marvel's all. Why didn't you dipshits call me sooner? Jesus Christ. (laughs) This was stupid. (laughs) Should have been movie number eight. (laughs) Beside me, Naked Arnold taking up two seats (laughs)
5: is (laughs) all. I feel bad for the James Brolin having to play the supervillain with a silly name and having to wear colored makeup and say things about how the magical jewelry works. (laughs) I worry that after being in the comic book movie, his career went through a terrible tailspin and that in a pitiful effort to stay relevant, he would be shuttled into labor venues such as politics. And reality television. And documentaries about weightlifting. (laughs) What a loser that would be. I also cannot take movies about time travel very seriously. I guess he's hating the movie. (laughs) Or movies about things happening. I also called The Weed. (laughs) I also called the DC Warner Brothers to tell them how much it would cost them to get my permission to make Cortaxilla one of the Avengers. But I guess they were scared of his vampire abilities because they pretended to be a Chinese restaurant. (laughs) Wow.
1: (laughs) He does a mic drop with his dick. (laughs) Besides... beside me dingus is all circumcised (laughs) oh god really i'm going for the hat trick dingus that's only two i think i'm gonna get it some words are all five years later and in japanese news hawkeye (laughs) (laughs) or as he's more popularly known clint barton Not Kelly, either. America's most beloved purple archer, besides Galactus, misses his family, (laughs) so he's killing drug lords and random Asians. (laughs) A spokesman for the U.N. said, we thought we already had him under house arrest for ruining Berlin Airport. Sorry. (laughs) Meanwhile, at a support group, I went on a date last night. I cried during the salad, so that hasn't changed since before the finger snap, but we mostly talked about Iron Fist. That's great, Gary. The point is, you got out there. You, you, you tossed salad, and best of all, no one can ever take that night away from you unless time travel's involved. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Avengers HQ, or AC, S- <laughs> ScarJo looks at holograms of all the Avengers over Skype.
4: So Steve couldn't make it today. He's doing a support group thing again. uh, <laughs> I'm sure whatever he's saying to them at the moment is right. (laughs) Also, we've had a few complaints from uh, our rescuees about bestiality. Rocket, raccoon, beast, and Stanley's ghost are all sorry. Also, uh, Hawkeye's (laughs) murdering brown and yellow people. Uh, Should we care? Captain Marvel's all.
1: Yeah, can we speed this up? Um, Some mole people in Zeta Reticuli are almost out of toilet paper. Also, me and Steve are the same rank, and you guys don't have any.
4: Yeah, okay. uh, Real quick, just a quick reminder that for tomorrow's stand-up, I'll be bringing some almonds. Uh, not to eat. Let's look expensive out there. Who are we? Avengers. And what do we like? Avenging. No.
1: Assembling. Everybody leaves but War Machine who stares (laughs) at her.
4: Uh, Yes, Falcon. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Cheetle's all I think this is my only line how's your character feel
4: in this scene <laughs> well since uh we didn't have any screen time to show my real one I consider the Avengers my family beside me Vin Diesel's all whoa <laughs> <laughs>
1: Meanwhile, in a dirt control room, Michael Douglas's long standing rats in the lab problem has worsened. One rat conveniently mistakes a plastic button that says make Ant Man normal sized for a piece of cheese. Ant Man farts into view. Oh, oh boy, those five years of adventures in the subatomic world were pretty off screen. He walks outside and hassles a kid on a bike. Hey! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think I was supposed to fight Thanos today. Oh, my science experiment with Michael Douglas was also important. So what's new, kid? But the kid's just an extra, so he rides off without <laughs> any lines. Suddenly, Rudd finds a park with Stonehenge in it. The Infinity War Memorial, which is orange. Color of tragedy. While horrified music plays, Rudd scans the marble blocks with mounting panic.
5: No! No! <laughs> No! I'm dead? Why? No, why me? Why couldn't it have been Spider-Man? It's
1: weird he's looking for his own name first, I thought. But anyway, later at Ack,
4: Scarjo looks at Cap. Oh yeah, I've been meaning to ask for five years. Shouldn't we help Ant-Man? Cap's all who? Cap's all who?
1: The doorbell rings. Later, Later... Ant-Man's all, guys, if something gets small enough and wears a special costume, it can go back in time and retcon stuff. It's in 101. Cap's all, hmm, time travel. Beside me, Kiernan's all, oh.
4: <laughs> Mr. Glass is all, classic Kiernan. <laughs> Steven Kiernan are right. Are we really good at a 23-film franchise about punching lasers? With a riff on Back to the Future.
1: Ant-Man's all... Actually, Back to the Future 2. um, Universally considered the best of the trilogy. Um, Although, rules-wise, this is closer to Bill and Ted. Also, I told you guys at Saturday I was hanging out with Pfeiffer and Douglas, playing miniature golf. You couldn't even come to a lab for five years, hit the button? A rat literally gave more of a rat's ass about me. (laughs) Cap's all... Cool. How do we do it? The uh, time travel stuff. I didn't hear anything else. Ant-Man's all, pfft. I only know enough science to say quantum realm and hope someone else takes the baton. Cap looks at us. Then I guess we're about to enter the Avengers middle game. He looks expectantly at ScarJo, but she doesn't say anything. I look over at Tigress sitting beside me and go, ScarJo's right. You don't know who that is. They'll get it. Later at Iron Man's house. can <laughs> be all, ah, good one, Wands. Later at Iron Man's house, Rudd's all. And so since Ant's time travel, we can too. But since this is a movie, we need Red CG, which uh, it's got midichloria. It's Disney. It only exists enough quantities for us to use this movie. And also later movies if we need it then also. What do you say, Tony? <laughs> Fuck you guys. My bitch didn't die. And look how awesome my daughter is. Daddy, what's a tesseract? Uh, it's a blue Cuba cat threw up, sweetie. Now go make me a sandwich. No thumbtacks or dice this time. Listen, Captain America, something witty. I think avenging's dumb now. Fuck the dead. Get out. Later in a cafeteria owned by the Hulk.
4: Hey, guys, check it out. Now I wear shirts and do science looking like this.
3: Uh,
4: huh? <laughs> now I like the Hulk. Yeah, anyway. As long as we wear white costumes with corporate logos, the past can't be changed. Timelines, windmill,
1: Tristan Brando. Excuse me, Mr. Ruffalo, can we have a picture with just you? Huh. Everybody say green. Ant-Man's here. He's sort of like our Hawkeye. Who? Listen to your mob, kids. Lots of quality merch at the kiosk. Sorry about your male family members all getting killed by Thanos. I didn't help much last movie later. Sorry, guys. I'm too busy with my cafeteria work to build time machines for a couple more scenes. Bye. <laughs> Damn. Well, Cap, what other Marvel scientists are there? Reed Richards? Ugh. <laughs> 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 Wait, Professor X is too soon. Science,
3: science.
1: Wait a minute. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> Guys, check it out. I'm fat. And I play video games now. Mostly Fortnite and Leisure Suit Larry box office bust. These are me friends, Rock Person and CG Globule number 12 from Ragnarok. I guess they survived Thanos' attack on me spaceship by hiding off screen.
4: Sup? Thor, Zbone uh, 69s 69 is teabagging your corpse again.
1: Uh, <laughs> Thor angrily holds out his hand. After a few seconds, a gaming headset flies into it. <laughs> <laughs> he puts it on wrong. Listen to me, you little shit. Dark World was perfectly acceptable entertainment. Stop <laughs> griefing me, or I'll report you to tech support. Again, teabagging is unacceptable behavior and leaves you suit Larry. Hey, Thor, this is Captain America speaking, by the way, not (laughs) Ant-Man, same guy. Hey, Thor, you used to have a hammer. Can you make time machines, by any chance? What's time? Captain America and Ant-Man sigh at each other and leave. Meanwhile, at Iron Man's house. Tony, my corns are leaking again. Can you rub them? (sighs) It's great, honey. Be right in. Daddy, what's
5: gothica? (laughs) Uh,
1: Iron Man sighs at us, looks globally at the daughter, trying to hammer around peg into a square superfection hole, then sadly unfolds a contract with Kevin Feige's letterhead on it. Uh, Iron Man Four: The Old Age of Ultron. Iron Man Five: Iron Man vs Dumbo. Iron Man Six: Return of the Roxx Russian. Iron Man <laughs> Seven: Still Ironing. Iron Man Eight: fix fixing post. Iron Man Nine: The Final Iron Man. Iron Man Ten. He sighs. He pops in the Infinity War Blu-ray 19-hour edition and nostalgically rewatches Peter Parker, saying disintegration doesn't feel very good. Finally, he looks at homecoming screen caps of Marissa Tomei. He goes into Gwyneth. Hey, if I died in this, you'd be cool, right? Sure, I'll just marry Rhodey. He's the Wakanda one, right? He goes into his CG room, taps two keys, and goes... Run simulation of audience reaction to us, making them wait a year to make us use time traveling, negating the entire last movie they paid for separately. (laughs) Processing. Result. Rotten tomatoes. Ninety-six (laughs) percent. Tony's eyes widen in delighted surprise. He waddles back out to Gwyneth. Honey, should I go to sleep or or make a time machine that might undo our daughter's existence? a little unclear on that part. Gwyneth unbuttons her blouse and licks her lips. I don't think you'll get any rest tonight. Thanks, babe. He runs back into his basement and shuts the door. (laughs) We hear hammering and drilling and sawing and explosions. (laughs) Gwyneth looks at us the same way we looked at Shallow Hal. Later. Okay, uh, time travel dry run test number one. Uh, we should probably use, uh, an actual guinea pig. Ant-Man, you're up. Okay, uh, what am I supposed to... (laughs) Hey, look. I did got in the suit with him. Now he's a half-old lady. Cap throws up. Steve is right. <laughs> uh, wait, why is he somehow standing full height in his costume, but with a baby's head? It seems. Cap throws up again. <laughs> is he supposed to look older here? It's hard to tell with Rudd. <laughs> hey, Brie, we're pilots in this. Cap throws up again. <laughs> This week, I'll be selling colbs <laughs> at the Melrose Odd Ramp of the 101 North. <laughs> hey, guys, it's me, Normal Rudd. Cap throws up again.
3: <laughs>
5: In Austrian, my last name over there means Black Plowman. <laughs> and my first name is pronounced Argo <laughs> Excelsior,
1: true believers. By the way, the carpet matches the drake. Cap throws up again. (laughs) Rod appears inside out and explodes like the chick in Star Trek (laughs) 1.
5: Yay, time travel. Okay, let's focus on the positive. He still has all his organs. They're just in different places.
1: Bruce, are you sure we didn't... you don't still have the Hulk's brain? There's a shot of the Avengers walking in slow motion, wearing white suits with A's on them. All the music's all
5: la 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 la.
1: <laughs> Hulk's all love the costumes. Uh, even though we're about to pose as our younger selves in our old costumes, still looks cool. <laughs> okay, guys, stay on the platform. Hold it. Say DC blows. <laughs> Hulk runs out of the platform with the click. Scarjo, you're slouching. Okay, one more, then we'll go to the time travel platform. Hawkeye runs up in a white uniform. Hey, don't worry, I'm back. (laughs) I loved you and seen your trip. (laughs) is the son in vacation. (sighs) Hulk loses a fight in one punch to Tilda Swinton. (laughs) Meanwhile, Cap gets into an elevator. (laughs) They're going to fight Thanos soon. <laughs> I mean, she had a trainer. Meanwhile, Cap gets into an elevator with a bunch of wrestlers who work for S.H.I.E.L.D. I'll take that briefcase with CG in it. Oh, you're
4: going to
1: stuff. Cap smirks at us. Hail Hydra! Beside me, Indiana Jones rolls his eyes.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I wanted to see a cool sword fight. <laughs> <laughs> Beside him,
1: Shazam's all. Since so when's just saying words a superpower? <laughs> Cap's, Cap walks out of the elevator smiling cockily. Then he gets act... Attacked by his younger self, who is strangely incurious about why his future self is there. <laughs> I guess he thinks he's a scroll. While they fight, Loki giggles, grabs the cube, and somehow teleports away. The <laughs> agents escorting him are all, Ugh. Oh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> God, he can do that. Fuck. <laughs> we should have used those special cuffs. Meanwhile, on planet Yellowcliff, Scarjo <laughs> and Hawkeye walk up to a CG guy in a black cape from Infinity War.
4: I used to be the Red Skull. Now my job is advising people to push friends over this cliff in exchange for this magic yellow rock. Oh. <laughs> Captain America, have to go back there. Anyway. By the way, all characters' deaths here are final and irrevocable.
1: (laughs) Beside me, Kiernan's all, except Gamoras. Black Widow and Hawkeye look at each other.
4: Guess we know who it should be. Jesus.
1: (laughs) Black Widow also says it, Dingus. Besides my Hawkeye just now. They both run for the cliff's edge, but at the last second, Hawkeye's all, Oh, my leg!
3: Oh, no! Oh,
1: man, I thought I was the best Avenger. No! ScarJo, why? No!
4: Clint, I came back to make sure your leg's okay. (laughs) Are
3: you...
1: Oh, oh. Oh, sorry, that wasn't a push. I was trying to pull you to safety with my fist. Bye! Tell my family I love them since they're dead. Um, Guess you had a rough night. Meanwhile, Thor and Rocket Raccoon hang out with Thor's mom. Pea break. Meanwhile.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can do this all... Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Funny. It sure feels personal. USA. Well, you can prevent forest fires. Oh, I hate myself. Fuck it. Eventually, he tricks his younger self by punching him harder. Beside me, Tom rolls his eyes. <laughs> Cap stares at his dying clone. That's what I call America's asshole. The clone's all, language! And dies. Hensworth leans over to me. Don't remember his character being hilarious before! Meanwhile, on a Manhattan skyscraper rooftop where Tibetan Tilda Swinton lives... Hmm. I guess the an exposition to Tilda Swinton will be a Hulk story arc the fans will enjoy. <laughs> Hey, Tilda, Dr. Strange gave away the exposition stone to Thanos for no reason.
4: He said you'd understand. He did? Oh, God. And to think I thought he was the smartest sorcerer ever. Ugh. Oh, I guess we're all doomed, no matter what. Here, take it. I've lost the will to live. Sweet, thanks.
1: Meanwhile, War Machine and Nebula watch Star-Lord <laughs> dance. So, he's an idiot. Did you see Passengers? They trick Pratt's stunt double by killing him and taking his stone. <laughs> Everybody rematerializes on the CG platform of Ack. A computer's all... All timelines. One percent. Unaffected. Capsule. Ah. Here, I got mine back from Loki somehow during Kelly's uh, 6P break. Uh, hey, where's Scarjo? Hawkeye's all... Oh, pretty sure she left... One of you guys? <laughs> no, she didn't. She hates us. Oh, wait, no, wait yeah, she uh, she tripped and she fell off a cliff. Ah, death! Damn it, Thanos! Uh, let's do this. all <laughs> yep, so, fine. We're gonna travel back in time and save her. Arcasol, okay, cat, you can't undo death. All right, jumped off a cliff on Yellow Planet. <laughs> says in the treatment. So, beside me, Kiernan's all, Unless it's Gamora. <laughs> ScarJo really jacked me at the end of Ultron. Uh, She'll be missed. Give me the glove thingy. He puts it on. I hope I don't accidentally wish for a dumb battle sequence by mistake. (laughs) Snaps his fingers. Nebula's all. By the way, I'm a traitor. I don't know why I waited for him to put the (laughs) Glamath on, but anyway. not a traitor, I'm someone different. Alien Covenant. The roof explodes. Thanos and Arby and CG assets from earlier movies
4: walk up. They know. Well, well. If it isn't the smell, Avengers. <laughs> Sorry, Cap. That was pretty good. I'm gonna make a new universe
1: with 22 different movies. Everybody'll have to watch. Capsul never. While the Avengers music plays. <laughs> la 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 all our favorite disney and marvel cg walk on screen and pose spider-man black panther the seven dwarves aria clifford the big red dog martin shorts clifford robocop rick and morty mork jesus the brady bunch gamera the bugaloos Rulalenska, Lenska, arsenio hall hitler snagglepuss refrigerator perry edith bunker dale cooper helen hunt TV News Crawls from Green Hornet, The Crawler from Annihilation the Book, 2001 Monolith, Milton the Pop Tarts Toaster, Charles Grodin, Chloe Grace Moritz, but as Carrie, Not Hit Girl, Salman Rushdie, Jack the Ripper, Chuck and Bob from Soap, Wink Martindale, Kanye West, Mickey Rooney's Racist Asian from Breakfast to Tiffany's, Phil Collins, A Confused Affleck, Basket Case, Husband <laughs> It, is, The Rabbit from Zootopia, Wilson the Volleyball, Cotton Mather, The Drone from the Blair Witch remake, and the spheres from sphere and event horizon
3: <laughs>
1: wink and kanye look at each other uncertainly <laughs> as do gamora and gamora <laughs> sit with mouse ears walks on street and holds up a cell phone guys disney just bought
3: mcdonald's
1: (laughs) (laughs) ronald mcdonald mayor mccheese appear although hamburglar fights for thanos then they all scream and run on foot thanos is mostly formless cg cap raises his empty hand by the moral authority of the united states of america Mjolnir leaps from Thor's fist into Steve's. Damn it, Steve! Eventually, <laughs> Iron Man's all. Aha! As you can see, yeah, I managed to bring a little kerfuffle just to Altheos to pry out all the stones and somehow fit them onto my gauntlet. Maybe I made holes in it last night. He holds up the gauntlet triumphantly. Mjolnir flies into it. Damn it! Fucking hammer! <laughs> <laughs> Tries for a few minutes to get the hammer unstuck from his palm, and just clumsily snaps his fingers around it. <laughs> Something witty. <laughs> Iron Man gets bored and dies. Funeral.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> really? Wow, you are easy. What? <laughs>
1: I like to think you pumped your fist when you would said that just now. But anyway, a funeral's held for Iron Man and Dingus' sadness. Oh, get ready, Dingus. Black Panther's mom approaches the podium to deliver a eulogy for Iron Man.
3: What's... <laughs>
1: a time... No,
0: no, please, no.
3: Some iron... and a
1: man... Hawkeye's wife reappears By the way, I want a divorce Scarlet Witch is all Hey, there's Vision And Nick Fury And later Okay, Captain America Try to remember all the flowcharts I just showed you So all the (laughs) stones wind up back where they're supposed to Don't do anything dumb See you in five seconds
5: (laughs) Three, two, one Uh, hmm He should be back. He's not. Guys, look, a
1: bench right next to us with an old man!
4: (laughs) It's me, guys, I'm old now! (laughs) (laughs) But I'm still your boss! So, Avengers is (laughs) set.
1: His teeth fall out.
4: Uh, you're welcome, fans. Urgh. I thought I could be more helpful to the team if I was senile. Yeah, me and Agent Carter, yeah. We just spent 60 years slow dancing to that song. Oh, sure if ScarJo were here, she'd say I was right. By the way, it sure was funny watching you guys lose to Thanos again. 911 <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so you fucked up our timeline and I guess effectively quit the group just to bang a girl you knew for a few weeks back
1: in 1945. What about her deathbed scene? I'm not even sure the rules were... <laughs> Alright, thanks, Cap. Fuck this, I'm joining the Guardians! Thor storms off. God of Thunder. <laughs> Bucky walks on screen. Kiernan's all... Woo! By the way, I just came out of cryogenic hibernation, so I could say goodbye to Cap. I had a hunch he'd be sitting here. Cap farts awake and holds out the tattered remnants of his shield that <laughs> Thanos chewed holes in two.
4: Here, Bucky. I want you to have this. A uh, uh, war machine, I don't fucking know. And Kelly's peeing again.
1: Look, he's all, thanks. The perfect thing to hamper the use of my metal hand. <laughs> he walks off and goes back into hibernation with the shield. Hawkeye lands nearby in a quiff jet and comes out. Don't worry, nerds. We don't need Downey or ScarJo and Chris to have fun. Avengers assemble! Yay! Ant-Man, Black Panther, and a reluctant Brie Larson stand alongside him and stare at us. <laughs> James Marsden wearing sunglasses walks up. <laughs> and you won't even miss Jackman. Wolverine's not the only cool X-Man. X-Men, X-Symbol, yay! The blob waddles up and stands next to him. They stare at us. Just the two of them. Some endless credits I could have peed again twice during are all, No Easter eggs, Happy Easter from Disney. <laughs> and we hear a few sounds of thorpe breaking something the end uh, kelly that was
0: uh, i don't know why you would have doubted that oh, man. i don't know it
1: look i didn't it was a rush job um, oh no. but yeah the comic book stuff i guess is, is easy well
2: i so. i would say that was epic so yeah I would really say i was gonna yeah. use that word too yeah
1: 23 movies oh uh yeah so it was kind of the end game Mopsus.
0: Well, uh, who wants to go first? I don't was... really.
1: I'm tired now.
0: <laughs> we <What a cool laughs> want to take a been. break? Dingus, get in here. What's Ugh. a movie better than End War? A movie that's <clears> throat> not. Throat> a movie that's not quite as good as End War. And uh, what did you uh, and your son? Uh, you know, well, yeah. What did you and your son think? I definitely want Kiernan's
1: everything.
2: Well, you will get Kiernan's everything. Okay. okay. Um, under this, I would put uh, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Um, because it's the the cap of the series. Jumping on the bed! And it has several different e- endings, um, but it's under this because I thought the endings, the several different endings at this were more meaningful to me than that. Uh, over this, I would put uh, the original Avengers. Um, mainly because um... I was just so surprised at both of these things. And this is razor thin. I was surprised at... And Tom and I went to see this together. Uh, I was so surprised at the fact that they even pulled it off.
0: But it see was the even, first Avengers together. We didn't see this one together.
2: No, no, no. The first Avengers. Right, the right. Avengers Assemble. which it, It's often called Avengers Assemble. Uh, but yeah. I'm just talking about it as the Avengers. Um uh we were so surprised that it even worked at all um and i love the way that it introduces the characters and i love the way that this movie lets they're them they're in their prime too yeah they're in their prime uh and i mean honestly 22 movies later good lord that they can actually tie it up. Star uh, Wars couldn't I, do it. I absolutely love. I love this thing. Uh, my son and I had a, an amazing time and a very emotional time watching this movie, and I'll talk about more of that later. But uh, but uh, anyway, I'll I'll just leave it there. The Avengers is over.
0: Uh, all right, my over and under are uh, movies that rely on you having seen other movies. Because I I, th- I didn't like this at all. And I, I think this is... Uh, it, was, it, was, it was three hours of fan service, which is great for fans. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I am not the least bit surprised that people are just joyous about this. But I'm just not one of those fans. I don't really care for superheroes as a genre. And I certainly don't care for any particular brand of superheroes, which is what, what Marvel is. Um, what I look for is... Uh, unique voices and perspectives expressed through this brand. And Marvel's done a great job of that with Logan, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Thor Ragnarok, both of the recent Spider-Man movies. Uh, DC did that with Dark Knight. Uh, This, however, I would say is the antithesis of a unique voice or perspective. Uh, From what I saw, I felt might as well have had a brown wrapper on it with the words Marvel product just stenciled on the side. Uh, It felt like a three hour victory lap hosted by two celebrities. Uh, And I didn't even think it held up (laughs) that well as as an ensemble movie. Um, Not to the degree, as Dingus mentioned, that Joss Whedon's Avengers did. Or even, I don't think it lived up to the setup in Infinity War. So, my over and under. I totally get that people are are super psyched or super stoked about this. I'm just not in that category of people. Uh, This movie, I I realized fairly early on, is just not for me. But. However, I do want to bring up other examples of movies that rely on you having seen other movies. And I'm not gonna bracket it, instead I'm gonna, these are both movies that I don't care so much for, but I appreciate how they try to tie into other movies. And the the under, and this is kind of indicative of how this didn't work for me, the under is Solo, which I think is pretty much incompetent. This at least is competent, this is better than Solo, but Solo just did such a miserable job of trying to play into what people knew about Han Solo and Star Wars. So this was, this was better than Solo in that regard. This was way better than Solo. I'm not bracketing it there. And I didn't care for Solo. Uh, another movie that I didn't really care for, but I really appreciated how it tied into another movie. And it's kind of a spoiler to explain this to you guys. It's a super small, independent movie. Uh, a couple of directors named Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson, they made a movie called Resolution maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago. Uh, And they just recently made a movie called The Endless, which looks like a standalone movie and you watch it and you sort of feel like it is, but they do really cool things for people who saw their first movie. Uh, And The Endless is spotty. I don't think it's anywhere near as good as Resolution, but I really like how they made it gratifying for people who know Resolution to see The Endless. But again, nothing in common with what's going on with uh, uh, the marvel universe or this this particular movie just examples of other movies that kind of i guess require homework to appreciate so kelly wand what's a movie that's not quite as good as this uh a movie that's better than this and what's your overall opinion
1: i think i kind of agree with both of you which is boring but uh i thought my over is infinity war which i think is a more memorable film um and it's more interesting And it's a better ensemble piece. I'm not, I'm the detractor of the first Avengers, but I think I would, uh, I think my least favorite is Ultron. So that was my under, um, but I have a lot of attachment to these characters as a, from childhood that you don't have, Tom. And so that I had some of that and I had a lot of affection for the actors that are, that we're not going to see anymore.
2: Uh,
1: and like these Marvel movies narrowly predate when we started doing the podcast because Iron Man 1 was the year before we started doing the podcast. So in a way, the Marvel phenomenon happened in conjunction with us <laughs> talking. That's a great way to think movies. of it,
0: sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so we've grown up doing the mo- doing Marvel movies. Um, so I, but I, I just, I agree with you that it's Marvel product, but it's I think consider it really high-end Marvel product, especially because I was kind of left cold by Cap- Captain Marvel. So it was, to me, it was like a step up from the last thing, even though you guys like that. And everybody seems to like it uh, more than me. But I also really like the jokes in this movie. I thought the action was kind of meh. Uh But there's like, I like I like little bits. I think it's like, I think every time it's not a very good movie, but there's some, a lot of, there's some high points that I, well, uh, I don't know. They're good. They're good writer's room nuggets. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I liked Iron Man and Scarjo's curtain calls, but I thought Captain America's was totally out of character. And I was arguing that with comic book nerd friends. Around yeah, because no, he's not a sol- career soldier anyway. And they wrote these super like things too long for me to even read. Uh, but it still seems <laughs> if we're even just going by that's the thing is like you argue with friends and they and you go yeah but and they go yeah but we're in the movies now so it doesn't matter what the source material is. But then they'll use the source material to back up their points when they, they kind of cherry pick. Uh, Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, but I uh, I liked it. Uh, I think it's long as hell, and um, it's not as good as Infinity War, but uh, I had a good time at it. I'm glad it's over in a way. Like I felt like like
2: gargled spit the Avengers. Dingus, what were your
0: over and under again?
2: Uh, my over was the first Avengers. Avengers. And the under was uh, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Okay.
0: Uh, how did you? So Dingus, as the person on the podcast for whom I feel this movie was was most made, uh, yes. how did you <laughs> feel about it as Sergeant a follow up as a follow up to Infinity War? Uh, I, uh, I thought
2: it was I thought it was actually a, a perfect follow up mm-hmm. uh, in in point of fact and this is something that one of our writer inners named Michael Strait says uh, that it's got this bold dark opening to it yeah uh, that it feels like and it it, 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 it yeah well it, it's it's not the way that a normal action movie starts no, or but that one it of ends these, yeah. one of these movies usually starts with a set piece and instead it starts with darkness and he and he's and michael Strait says that as well it's got this bold dark opening where it feels like a bridge because th- this movie was originally called if uh, in infinity war 2 um and that was really disappointing to me at the beginning i was i was seated in my seat next to my son thinking uh, okay i'm here for three hours let's get this thing going and I expected something that was going to be this big splash, and instead people are disappearing as they were at the last movie. And it, feel, it, it felt more like a bridge to me, um, and that that was really impressive to me. That I I thought that was bold.
0: I certainly got the sense that it honored the material and the tone of the first movie for, for a while, and I, I did for appreciate best. that as well. Uh yeah, and I, I think that's something too that we wouldn't have gotten if it hadn't been a three-hour movie. Actually, what was the running time on this thing? Is I'm being dismissive when I say three. I think it was just hours. over three hours. Was oh, it? was over three minutes. hours. Oh. Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. I okay. Um, well, I, I think. How that, long did it feel to you? Because I thought it went by. It I, I mean, I just, way just way. it was it,
2: literally it, three hours in one minute is what it's what it's okay. clocked at. Okay.
0: Okay. I mean, I am the wrong person to ask because it never I it didn't engage me that much so it felt too long for me but what I do appreciate from that running time is that it gave them the luxury of, of, of like Dingus' use of the word bridge is perfect uh, and I, I would consider that honoring the tone and the feel yeah. and the, the finale of Infinity War which I, I still one of my issues with this movie is that um, it yeah, checks all that. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not more consistent with Infinity. Like early on, I feel like it really honors the character building and the moral dilemma that yeah. I felt Infinity War was really brave to present and even struggle with a little bit. Uh, yeah. So I really appreciated that part of this movie, and I don't think I would have gotten it if it had been, you know, just two hours. So uh, in that regard, I'm glad it was as long as it was. It's almost the best part of the movie? Although, like I like I loved all the Ruffalo
1: Hulk. Why? Like, the dialogue's great, and Fat Thor's cute. Like, I like that stuff.
2: Well, one of your things, Tom, was was saying that you felt, uh, and you've said this a couple of times, um, uh, Andy Bates, one of our writer, writer-inners, uh, I think this is the first time Andy Bates might have written in, uh, has has wondered how 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 many times are we going to hear Tom say he hates, he's tired of the Marvel Universe, but then he 23. <laughs> ends, then he winds up ending. He winds up liking the movie. basically. Well, um, but for for a long time, Thomas said uh, or for a couple of times, Thomas said uh, he wishes that it just would have ended with Infinity Wars because that's the, the existential the existential crisis. And that's where you're going to end it. Half the universe is dead. And that's that good. Good luck, everybody. We're done.
0: And, and, and that's not a viable way for – that's not really a viable thing for a franchise well, to do. think it's, it's, it's not little, little... an economical thing. But right. but, but even
1: your... structurally, they didn't design Infinity Wars. But, but,
2: but your story point is well put. I mean uh, that that sort of – that feeling of sadness at the end of that. It's um, all that's
1: gone now. They lost
0: that effect.
2: Oh, I disagree with you
0: completely and also just real real quick i'm being accused of not of saying i don't like marvel movies i i As I was saying before, no, it's just I have no fondness for a particular brand. I don't care about brands. Uh And this Marvel is just a brand, Andy Bates. Uh, And and I know Andy's a huge fan of these, and I I love – he also shares them with his – I think it's his son as well. Uh, And I love what this can do for fathers and sons and daughters and mothers. And I I love how this can be a a communal experience for families and friends. And that's that's great, and I love that people uh, enjoy that, even if I don't. But as I said before, I don't particularly care for any specific brand, but I do like it when this brand is used in what I feel are uh, – to give you voice to unique perspectives. And that's – you know, Marvel has done that a handful of times, and I've been super surprised and delighted with that. Uh, yeah. So it's not – I'm never – I would not say I don't like Marvel movies. I don't feel one way or the other about Marvel movies. Like some of them, well, don't like some of them. This has you know? a like unique It's, not Marvel movies,
2: it's more like – you're like oh we have to see another one of these because you right. often do do that right with good reason and then you end up liking Spider-Man into the Spider into the Spider-Verse and or, it helps immensely Doctor Strange yeah it
0: right. helps immensely to have those low expectations I will say as well
2: yeah yeah, yeah very good point very good point
0: but so uh uh. So what do you think Dingus about so so you don't feel cuz I think Kelly and I both agree that the whole time travel thing really undermines some of the cool stuff in Infinity War. Uh like Kelly what are, I just feel like the time travel was uh just a really disappointing out. Uh and Kelly I'm assuming you feel the same way? It felt kind of Lindelof-y. But they the here's that the instead of making it
1: good um, because there's just too many plot lines going on for even what they're trying to do to be good. Like I don't, like I didn't do the homework you're talking about either. So I just kind of took their word for it. This is all making sense.
3: But
1: <laughs> the thing that they did was they kind of, uh, and this is probably what I would have done if I if, if I'd had that choice is like they kind of made fun of it. Like yeah, we know it's dumb. But
0: mm-hmm. It's good. You know, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, lampshading. Like, I I think. Yeah, right.
1: they gaslit us and then said yeah we're gaslighting because you know? they made the Hulk super dumb about it. Like, eh, uh, and just, I don't know. Like, all the sacrifices were kind of on the head.
0: It's spelled out and telegraphed and irrelevant. Well, let's, talk about and before talk about it, let's talk about some of the time travel stuff because, Vingus, I assume, yeah. I mean, what to be fair also, what are you going to do? Like, there are a few options yeah. and I, I, I've i listened to uh, Marvel fans talk about this and I think it's sort of fun to watch and basically, you're going to either have yeah. multiple universes or, or time travel, or what I would have preferred, but which I don't think is commercially viable, as you guys pointed out, is sucking it up and sticking to it uh, and saying, yes, fifty percent right. of these people are dead and they're not coming back. This we're now about the existential that's dilemma. That's the most interesting one, <sighs> right? And I'm I'm not I never should have expected that. And I guess they did the I least didn't. interesting one. Well, well, so but that's like, the thing, Kelly. One, the only other option I think would have been like a multiple universes thing,
1: right? Uh, like in so, Rick and Morty. Like, they go to it like, at one point, everybody dies, and they just go to a different – Rick universe. and Morty, but though, is existential
0: Canada. science fiction. Like, it's super funny stuff, and it's cartoons, but Rick and Morty – and this is why it appeals to me – is so completely invested in that it's existentialism uh, in a way that this isn't. Rick and Morty uh, – that's a whole other conversation, but but yeah. Sure. So this
1: But they stick to that. They don't exactly. Go, well, exactly. That happened. Those right.
0: characters are gone. <laughs> and because they have the luxury, by the way, of not being. And they refer to it. Yeah. Uh, they have the luxury but, of being about existentialism. But that's not what this is. That's not what Marvel as a whole is. So I want to hear how Dingus felt about the time travel. Like Dingus, did you know yeah. it was coming? Did you feel that they they? How, how did you feel when when uh, Iron Man makes the CG line up and you know, okay, it's going to be a time travel movie well i uh,
2: we talked about this when we were doing the Infinity War podcast is that um, I had sort of an ambivalent that might be the wrong word, feeling about it because I felt like this is this is hugely weighty. Uh, people are 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 in immediate grief, and they're going to have to deal with that grief as as they lose people immediately because of a snap, and they're gone. Those people are gone. But you also know that there's, there's a stone that's called the time stone and that that basically means in this type of kind of universe of comic books that uh, all bets are off, basically. Right. Right. Uh, so so the, the problem here is weighing or balancing stakes against wishes and. Um, and that's really difficult to do when you, when you're trying to manage a billion-plus-dollar franchise. Um, it's a billion
1: characters.
2: Which barely really have room. To. Which we knew at the time, and which I, pre say, which I said at the time, uh, they're just they're going to have to reverse it going forward, because that's what they're going to have to do to make money, because that's just the practicality of it. Do they? Um, though? <laughs> do that yeah because that they're they're in a business and if you have a movie that makes x millions amount of money you're going to do it again and you're going to figure out a way to do it i mean that's the practicality of it then story wise is a different thing it
0: kind of makes me wonder would we have gotten a logan if the x-men franchise had been more successful
2: uh maybe not but it right, depends right. on who's driving it right. um uh, and it also depends on what they're, in it depends on wh- whether Kevin, uh, quite frankly, whether Kevin Fagg has had sort of a um, an overall arc kind of vision of this is where we're going to end up. Uh, whatever successful, we'll build on that, or where this is this is our final plan like James Michael Straczynski kind of a thing. Uh, you know, I'm writing, a, and I've said this many times, I'm writing a novel. Um, so uh, I generally don't care for time travel things because they feel like screenwriters taking the easy way out. But I actually kind of like the idea of the way that this movie deals with it in poking fun at itself and making problems within the structure of the movie. Um, so, you know, we, we have a writer in her name, Brian Becker, who says, was, five, was the five-year jump necessary? Um, and I think it was because it shows uh, Barton, it shows Hawkeye has, has become a, a person that he's not happy, that he's willing to say, uh, I've done things that are so horrible that I should be killed. Uh, I mean that I should be the one to sacrifice. Uh, that he's he's lost his family and he's become a horrible person in the, in the last five years. They've all become different people uh, in five years, and I kind of like that. I like that. I like the way the movie shifts time, um, and I like the way that the movie deals with time travel, uh, as far as not just being a uh, just an ultimate out. Like, oh, we'll just reverse everything and everybody's alive. La la la. Uh, I mean, we don't get, we're not going to get Scarlett Johansson back. She's, she was dead at a certain point and that's that. Uh, I mean, comic book writers can rewrite that. Loki is dead and that's that. He was dead before the thing happened. Uh, Certain, certain characters that we love died and that's that. Um, So, uh, I don't know. I'm a little. I, I. I. I'm. It's difficult for me to answer that question, Tom, because of how uh, emotionally affected affecting this movie was for me, seeing it with my son, and I, I recognize that 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 is a blind
0: spot. Well, and to be fair, they use the time travel like they. they... It, it didn't become – like they just kind of said, okay, we're going to do time travel. We're going to do a quick dismissive scene about rules in time travel, and then right. we're just going to have fun revisiting the old movies with you. It's almost like we're going to be like a clip show, and we're going to interact with the clips now, Yeah. Uh, which I – you know, I, again, yeah. for fans, that must yeah. have been great. And I can, I can see how – who cares if it subverts Infinity War? I mean they've got, they've got to get out of it somehow. Uh, so let's do it that way and just have fun with it, uh, and that seemed to be their approach I think. Because oh, I also okay. felt this was so not like this movie was so not rules based. Like there were just so few things. Like I, I mean, Captain at a certain America, point, nice. at a certain point, I don't even care. But like, uh, Captain America can you use Thor's hammer, really? Like I, I just feel like this movie didn't really care that, about things. That's that, not, That's Loki. not a, a
2: surprise that happens in uh, an earlier movie. Captain, um, they're all. He like, almost gets an in, in Ultron. He, they're they're doing this bar game where they're all trying to pick up the hammer, and the right. hammer sort, sort of moves, and Thor's like, whoa, what? Right. It's just about worthiness.
0: And then well, it's also. It instantly. I also think, yeah. So, so Dingus, this is, uh, and this is where I, I uh, can appreciate how you can have a lot of fan arguments about specific things, and I would want to get into <laughs> this one because this one matters for me because I felt that, that moment in. And I I wouldn't have even – to be honest, I wouldn't have even remembered which movie it was. It was just specific things I remembered with Captain America and Thor. And that one moment, it's great. And I think we talked about it on the podcast. It's just well-written. It was funny. The actors understood it. But more importantly, I think it – it, it established this idea of rules about the inviolable nature of Thor being able to use this, this hammer. But more importantly, it also was a little bit of character building. It showed that Captain America was earnest enough to try and that Thor was insecure enough to briefly doubt. Yeah. And I love that detail about those yeah. two characters. And I feel like this movie just doesn't honor that or doesn't care. It did, and, and I'm... This is more an observation than a criticism because I think the movie's shot full of this thing. It just wants to use things to be fun and to make fans cheer. It doesn't really care about this character building that had been done previously or this rule that had been established previously about Thor's weapons. I mean, even Thanos uses it. Like, Thanos is worthy to use the hammer? I don't think the movie cares. It just wants fans to go, oh, my God, Thanos has the hammer. What's going to happen? And it doesn't care about its rules and and a lot of the previous work that has been done it only R- exists to thrill fans i would say ruffalo's always angry remember look how angry he is that's another boys. thing yeah he like they furious. completely i mean the hulk is obviously this kind of werewolf metaphor for rage and they just had no desire to have that they just wanted to play with it and wouldn't it be funny if he was stuck in half hulk half human he used to hate the hulk <laughs> who did banner although oh, i think oh, oh, in the banner. comics oh, he does
1: merge them at a certain
0: Point. But but it that's the point is great, that I'm making, yeah. Kelly Wan, I don't think this movie cared about that. This movie just wanted think... to do a fun thing that would, uh, that would excite fans, I think. Uh, the easiest people in the world to please. Well, you this say easiest, is. but I would say – I would call this Exists. widest common denominator. Uh, like broadest common denominator. This just wants to appeal yeah. to the most Marvel fans that it can, I, I think. Uh, and obviously like it was funny Including me, like, right. it even
1: go, like, we'll put in these cute lines for the Kellys in the right. crowd. And right. we'll go, oh, yeah, well, the dialogue's good, so I have to like it. <laughs> but Infinity War, I came out of going, that was a really interesting movie. And I didn't think that at, at the end of this. Like I, But I could tell everyone around me was really enjoying it. I'm like, well, maybe I've lost the
0: argument on stats. Like, they are like, oh, oh, Iron Man. But people were crying over Iron Man. I'm like, well, it also was super, that was another thing, too, is that I feel, in this, I... I mean, I've liked them previously a lot, but I just kind of feel like Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans are among the least. I, so this yes. movie, yeah. I didn't. This movie was so. Uh, one of the things that surprised me is how much of an ensemble movie this wasn't. Uh, in that, how and and I understand why it did this. This movie wanted to really, really be about Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans and their Iron Man and Captain America, uh, and I kind of just feel like those to me are some of the least interesting characters they start out the least
1: interesting
0: but they they really they become that and i ha- also happens. feel like the, so the, is Scar well, Joe.
2: i don't understand that sentiment at all what do you well, mean they're the, i go yeah anytime you to say something is
0: interesting thing. or not that's completely subjective and and so i wouldn't necessarily expect you to understand it but i just feel that they've had in in the interim so many more interesting characters brought into the ensemble who i find uh, thrilling to watch. like i as much, I, I really appreciate Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans for their charisma, but I feel like their characters are are mostly one notey, um, and I just, you know, I would have rather seen some of the other characters focused on more than this movie being feeling like it was hosted by those two. Simply because those two characters don't work that well for me. I've, I've seen them in in. Uh, enough movies in different ways i feel like i know them i i wasn't the least bit sad when iron man died i i was super bummed when when spider-man disintegrated uh you he's know, fun know iron man is no longer any fun well
2: you you did <laughs> i mean you did to be fair talk about how you were nervous about uh t'challa just right. being directed about and, and relegated
0: and being just a sort of a, a sidekick or a window fixture, just because I really appreciate the important role that he plays, not just in the Marvel franchise, but culturally. Uh, so when I when I say that these two middle-aged white celebrities are amongst the middle-aged, I mean, they, they look fantastic but when i say that yeah. they're the least interesting that's partly what i'm talking about is okay. as marvel universe has explored different facets of our culture and of these power fantasies and stuff those are the ones that to me i yeah i'm glad they're in we're there. saying goodbye to them and and we'll it just felt like yeah like slow. i i said goodbye to them a long time ago i was ready for them right. to, to move on uh, and so ding is interesting it's three hour goodbye completely subjective but i do feel like i i it really leaned heavily that's what surprised me is how heavily it leaned on Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans' appeal, and that's an enormous amount of appeal. But uh yeah, just the ensemble and even the secondary characters. I mean Paul Fred what, really? What's <laughs> what interesting Steve given
2: what, given the fact that you and I had such a protracted fight about who are you on team
0: which team are you on right. kind of a thing after well, Civil War. Oh my God. But Why that but that that's But that—that's a—that's a a sort of a (laughs) philosophical, political—it's like a moral argument. Yeah, Uh, and the fact that one character or the other, like it's just—you put the—you put the. It was a
2: moral argument because the characters were so. uh, uh, As far as I'm concerned, I mean, it's you know I can read an article about moral arguments, but the moral argument carried weight with us because we were kind of invested in the characters, don't you think?
0: Um, I mean, not. Necessary. I mean, it, it would have worked just as well as a parable, where the characters are just introduced for the sake of, of the parable. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it. I was delighted that these characters were being used to present this moral argument, uh, but I don't think it worked because of them. I think it would have worked without – I mean, that's the thing, is that uh, that struggle between government oversight and freedom, that works regardless of who is uh, voicing either side of the argument. You know, that's, that's an interesting thing to consider and Captain to discuss – um, yeah, so I, I'm just delighted that they use these superheroes to do that, and I enjoyed that, and I enjoy having that argument because I'm totally – I'm still Team Iron Man, by the way, uh, and I know that you guys are Team Captain America, and I'll go to the mat with you on it. Uh, you're dumb. <laughs> Would <laughs> Steve enough.
1: Rogers in, really look at his younger ass and go, that's America's
0: ass? Is that a Steve Rogers thing to say? <laughs> I'm
2: just asking. But, but you're over that by now?
0: Oh, no, no, I'm not over that because I think it's still a great um, – Argument to have it's still a great uh, dilemma oh to discuss, but I don't. Uh, I'm I'm over the two guys who were used to present the respective.
3: It's a superhero
4: movie designed for four-year-olds. You're both retarded.
0: Yeah, well, I totally
2: agree with that part. The last thing you said, but but on that point, Tom. His name's um,
3: Iron Man.
2: And it's interesting to me to hear you 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 say that you're just weary of them. Basically, you're just done. With those characters, right?
0: While admitting they're appealing, well, um, no, I've I've seen. I feel like I've seen what they offer, and I'd rather that we have someone other. I'd rather that we have some of the more interesting actors and characters uh, okay. in the forefront, or just keys. you know what, just given more time. That that's it. You know, I, I'm I'm fine with them being there, but I really feel that uh, you know there there are stronger actors <laughs> in this movie, and there's more uh, interesting, and that again, subjective loaded term. There's more interesting writing that that has been used in the Marvel Universe that I would have rather seen put – given more time, I guess I'm just saying. I mean I – Fair enough. I I can understand. I think it's all downhill from here. Because the thing is like it also – it looks – and this is again just coming out of Into the Spider-Verse. I mean it's it's just – It's It's it's, for Spider-Man. It's it's Paul Rudd, Mark Ruffalo, Jeremy Renner, Chris Hemsworth, Robert Downey Jr., Chris (laughs) Evans. White celebrity dudes. And I don't mean to get on a PC, let's be inclusive or not at all – thing, but I just noticed that. It just stands but out for But the Avengers
1: me. in the comics are white. I mean, the, what, But not they're not
0: state. anymore, Kelly Wand, and that's the thing. And I did love that Anthony Mackie got the shield at the end. I, I love this implication that we're, we're now going to have a black Captain America. Uh, so you racists who support Trump, or you Republicans, suck it up. Captain America is now black. I love that. Uh, I don't care about that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's another thing I love. You know, and I want to talk great. about some of the things a, I like. Yeah. I I, I liked in this movie. I I just cannot stress enough how much it means to me when I hear gay relationships normalized. So when we have the support group and the guy's talking about, yeah, I had a a date uh, the other night. And Captain America's like, oh, that's great. Tell us about it. He's like, well, first we talked about my job. Then we talked about his job. That catches my yeah. ear, and if that catches my ear, and by the way, Captain America doesn't react judgmentally at all. Beautiful, yeah. I love it. If that catches yeah. my ear, I love, love, love thinking about how it's going to catch the ear of some homophobic dumbass Republican who just wanted to see superheroes punch each They're other. They're not gonna get it. They're gonna go, he's gay. I mean, That's how it's the they difference are. between that and being politically correct. Well, being politically correct—being politically correct—depends on who is saying the phrase. Like that's that's a completely loaded term. I would just consider this yeah, as—I agree. I agree with you. Right. So so here's a character, and he's gay. No one makes a big deal out of it, and uh, he is accepted. He is not judged for it, and the movie doesn't judge him. Nobody judges him. We're gonna have this guy talk about a date he had with another dude, and they probably are gonna kiss, and they're gonna have sex, and they might even get married and adopt children. Like that's. I love that in a movie, and I love that Disney, you know, the people behind Modern Family, which had a gay couple, I love that, that Disney does this sort of thing. You should be um, thanking Thanos for bringing those two I, together. What
2: I love is, is the term normalize because I think that that's an important right. change because it's not like, ooh, Captain Marvel is a girl. Oh, wow, let's all make a big deal about that. She just shows up and kicks ass for a little while and runs off. I mean, she's got a little bit of ADHD because true, she's got the does, whole yeah. universe to manage. Uh um, she says, yeah. I mean, that's one of the interesting things about her as a character is that she could probably take care of all of this if she wanted to. But she's like, look, there's a lot of planets. There's a ton of planets where all of this is happening on. So I'm not in and this I've, movie much. I've, I have to You're manage all fans. of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they set her up three months ago for this. I didn't understand okay.
2: She carries Iron Man Well, well cool. I I really love her as a as a hero because she she's, blew up the she's, other shit. She's just she seems practical. She's like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to do yeah. as much as I can. Yeah. I realize that you guys are going to manage this. Go ahead and take care of that. I've got ten thousand other planets.
1: To did deal she and Fury get
0: a scene together? Because I was peeing at the end during the. Funeral. No, they did not. They just didn't. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think Samuel Jackson was That's... only at the back of the funeral, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Um, what what it, what I also cool. liked about what they did with Captain America, though, is they used her for the opening, which I, I also like this part, where they're just like, you know, we're going to just wipe Thanos out of the way. Yeah, they show up. We kill him. He's dead. Uh, now what? Like, I love that yeah. feeling. And they were able to do it because Captain yeah. Marvel was there. Uh, and
1: that he's going – he's about to give some dumb speech to Nebula. Oh, uh, my daughter. And then Thor just cuts
0: that yeah. off. And that's, that's good. good. That's that's a great way too to just yeah.
2: yeah yeah I mean you went for the head right.
1: It's good. It's what I'm saying. It's good fan service, Tom. Like that's what. Well, I was but that I kind of find <laughs> as,
0: as uh, subversive. Like here's this super badass villain who has completely destroyed you know half destroyed the universe and the, the Avengers couldn't beat him and you know we're gonna have a huge big battle which unfortunately the movie ends up doing anyway. But I like how they subverted early on this idea that there's going to be a huge Showdown. It's like, nope, he just gets dispatched. I
1: was disappointed in that last battle. I think that's why I have a Ugh. sour
0: taste in my mouth a little bit. Really? I, I, too- I mean, you guys are good. I, I won't rail about this again, but you know my whole thing about who can punch hardest. Like, that last battle, I just hated it. <laughs> I just hated it. I mean, I just hated that it became about people punching each other again. Oh, you I love.
1: don't see all the array of Avengers powers. It is just punching. It's well, not I,
2: that. It's
1: just uh, except for Captain. Nice. Yeah. Does a, a Laura Dern spaceship? It's fine. Everything <sighs> looks the same. Goodbye, Avengers. It's been great. Okay, what <laughs> you like the last battle, Dingus? Am I being dumb?
2: No, you're not being dumb. I. Just liked it, but it was more of an emotional experience for me. Uh, um, I envy you. Yeah, well, uh, I was seeing with my son, and we were crying our eyes out. I mean,
1: uh-huh. um, you can't be trusted. It, but what it? so Kiernan was obviously invested.
0: Kiernan was oh, wait, really. Let's... Well, the, go ahead, Tom. Well, no, I want to talk about this last battle song, but I also want to hear about what Kiernan thought, so go ahead. Uh, uh, what I'm just saying is that he's never.
2: Had this kind of emotional reaction in a movie before. and uh, What about uh, Alien
1: Resurrection?
2: Well, yeah, he did have that emotional reaction, but it was uh, <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Disgust
0: is an emotion, Kelly <laughs> Oh, I know.
2: Um, but I was driving him back to his mother's house after watching the movie, um, and he was inconsolable. I mean, really? and, and he said, Well, he's 14. Yeah. There have been twenty-two of these movies.
1: How old was he when Iron Man one? So uh, wait,
2: that's uh, three. Yeah, I
1: don't
2: know. So he's he said to me as as we pulled up to the curb when I was taking him to his mother's house was these movies have been a huge part of of my childhood, yes. and I realized that you know I remember going to see Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, before I took him to see it because I heard it was too violent and then taking him to see it and seeing all of these movies with him step by step and seeing them over and over again and they were hugely important to him as, you know, I don't mean to overstate this but movies are really important uh, to certain people not to everybody, you know books are important to certain people, other things are important to certain people, but movies are really important part of your upbringing sometimes or of your development and for him um he and he doesn't he's not like me in that uh, you know i'll I'll cry at a dog food commercial for goodness sake um so him uh, the two of us sitting there crying when. The events of the movie unfold when it's clear that Iron Man's going to die uh, was a big deal, and he doesn't normally do that. He's not that kind of a kid. He's not like me in that case. He's
1: whatever came out when you were kids. Uh, good saying. Whatever generation. you
2: are. But when we pull up to the curb, and he said, "This is this was a part of my childhood." and he he sees it as the end game. I mean, there're going to be more movies and television shows and whatever, but he understands he understands that this storyline is done. And this is a storyline that has been part of his life. Uh so I think that was a kind of a big deal for him. Um and I did I did I want to tell you everyone who's listening here. I asked for his permission to share these details. I said I won't share these details if you don't want me to, and he said, "No, go ahead." So, uh, so don't be worried about that. Um, he's not—he's not one necessarily to be shy about his emotions, but he's—I'm very careful about that. And he was—he was like, "Yeah, you can share that. That's fine."
0: Uh, how did you feel, Dingus, about the send-off for—and uh, I want to hear about all three of these: uh, Iron Man, Captain America, and uh, uh, Black Widow. Actually, were those um, the only casualties? Just a quick check, right? Like the, and then Gamora in the yeah. last movie, but that's kind of undone. They got so, off easy. So those were the kind of the three, uh, both <laughs> yeah, actors, chara- uh, the actors and characters that were said goodbye to, uh, very noted, very conspicuously in this movie. Dingus, I yeah. How did you feel about each of those? Which worked best for you? Which didn't? Did you have any issues? Um,
2: I thought the Iron Man one was the most predictable. Yeah. Um, I could definitely see that coming both contractually and story-wise. Yeah. Um I didn't see the Captain America let's go back in time and have our final dance. You know, our you know the because it, it was the well, it was the it was their dance state that is presaged in uh, the first in dance the first Avenger. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I kind of like that he got to live a real life, but I didn't really quite understand it, Tom.
0: I wonder, too, like, does it –
2: It doesn't make sense to me.
0: And I I don't – yeah, like, is it it supposed to raise other questions? Because I kind of think it's not. Like, I kind of think we're we're supposed to feel the way Dingus does and just be happy that he got his life. And not think, well, wait a minute, then what about the scenes where – yeah, I think you're not supposed to think too hard about it and just appreciate uh again, I think this is not rules based. It's there yeah. to uh, excite the fans. And I think you're just supposed to appreciate that they're kind of setting up that, yep, Captain America's gonna die too. And nope, surprise, he just uh lived to a happy, ripe old age and had a good life. And I kind of appreciated that. Like that was kind of a cool twist and I didn't see it coming. So
2: I uh, certainly I certainly didn't see it coming. No. And uh, as far as the <laughs> as far as the Black Widow thing mm-hmm. um I kind of agree with Arthur Giovangeli, who wrote in. Now, you've mispronounced that, his last
0: name. It's Arthur Giovangeli.
2: Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. you doing <laughs> that. You racist, Tom. Um,
0: what did he have to say? He
2: he was... He felt... I think he felt a little cheated that it wasn't a unique death scene because it's just the same death scene that Gamora had.
1: Gamora, which was undead. Uh, so
4: why...
2: And, um... I... I I didn't think about it until I read his email. Uh, Arthur makes a good point that I, I kind of think she deserved her own death scene rather than a replay of a previous death scene. Uh, although okay. mm-hmm. I, I do love um, I like the, the emotional. <laughs> no, I love the emotional connection between her and Hawkeye, and and how. How unique it is because it's not based on sort of a romantic interest. It's based on a familial sort of connection that the two of them have.
0: I was they, so you, worried they were going to kiss. I mean, I was pretty sure yeah. they weren't, but I was pretty sure that I could trust the Marvel Universe not to do that, but I was briefly worried. She uh, never has sex.
2: Yeah, I was worried about that a little bit too, but given. We should have trusted her, the
0: movie more. We, yeah, the, yeah.
2: Well, given her given her um, relationship with their family in the right. previous movie, yeah. I felt pretty good about that. that uh, I just, ever. I didn't, I really didn't know which way it was going to go. And um, the fact that it kind of went back and forth and the two of them, uh, you know, it's, it's, it was, it was, this is where I would diverge with Arthur is that uh, in the in the last one it was clear who was going to get thrown over, um, and in this one it was like no I'm going to get thrown over no I'm going to get thrown over no I'm no, going to get it. thrown over and that was when a I was suicide off. It, w- it was exactly Kelly. It was a suicide off, but it was based on their on a different kind of. Um, devotion or love uh, between two characters who see each other as family. And uh, I really kind of actually like that. I do wish she had had her own, uh, a different sort of thing, but I don't know if that's valid.
0: Nobody dies in battle.
2: What do you think, Tom? Because
0: <laughs> that, that was my favorite scene and I think, both movies. Uh, partly because it I don't think it's important enough – they show you that scene is important enough that I, I'm pretty sure they're not just going to do an end run around it uh, and do like – they're not going to undo it with some time travel thing. I get the sense that this one little cliff or whatever yep. means enough – this time stone means enough that you can't undo it. There's no takebacks on that. So I kind of like that we've – Soulstone, right? I kind of like that it's got that approach. But more importantly, uh, I think – this, I think for me, it's the strongest scene in both movies simply because it's just so operatic. This idea of flinging yeah. yourself off a cliff, committing suicide, like that's not a superhero thing. That's the stuff that happens at the end of an opera. And I also disagree with Arthur when he says that, that Black Widow gets the same scene that was already in the other movie. I'm happy for them to go back to that well because mm. I think they they draw very different, different water well. from it. And the the – that, oh, that's a oh, very well put. And in the water that's drawn in the first one, it's uh, it, it's this expression of, uh, the protagonist has to sacrifice his daughter because really Thanos is, I think, and this is part of the beauty of Infinity War, portrayed not necessarily as a villain, but there's a kind of protagonist quality to him as yeah. he struggles with this idea. So this protagonist has to express, has to sacrifice his daughter. And that sacrifice also simultaneously reveals how much he loves her, and that's the stuff of like Christian theology, for Pete's sake. So she doesn't like, know it's coming. She's like Isaac's.
2: Uh, well, the the, the wonderful uh, yeah, thing, Isaac. if you remember, is is Gamora saying, ha, "Well, ha Right, right. Uh, the universe is now uh, yeah. try now fooled you because right, right. you've you've hated everybody, and now you have to actually love somebody.
0: And it's a reveal and, to her. She yeah. realizes the yeah. moment of her death that her father loved her. That's amazing right. stuff. Right. Now, in here, so because I'm a big sucker too, and just because I've really, I mean, I can be emotionally manipulated as much as the last guy, and Dingus, I, you know, I felt sad when Tony Stark died. It's just looking back on it now, I'm like, okay, whatever, I don't care. But I loved that scene, that struggle between, uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow between Jeremy Renner and Scarlett Johansson um these kind of ancillary characters uh like I love that they get this heightened emotional operatic moment but and you know what I think I'm okay with this she wins the fight too well I like when women do the sacrifice that's kind of rare it's 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 to me another instance of who can punch the hardest (laughs) like and, and I'm kind of I'm kind God. of okay with it. Like, I'm reconciled to it because that's just what Gee. these movies are going to do. It, it's all about these these two characters and they love each other and I love, too, how playful the dialogue is as they're talking to each other and we, the audience, both knows they each think the other that they're the one that's going to die and they each think that they're selling. Like, I love the interplay there where we know they both want to sacrifice themselves. At least that was the sense that I got uh, and that they are kind of being coy about it, like, I just felt like it gave yeah. it a unique quality of this kind of payoff to this long buddy movie that's been playing in the background. Yeah. Um oh, and that's so if a it a really good way to put it the acting's great. And too. if it that's the acting like, is great, and if it yeah. wants to end, by the way, with who can punch the hardest, I'm okay with that. Like I I feel that, that is not the beauty that's the what beauty she said. Of, the beauty of that scene of that you know that like Scenes where, where it matters that a character makes a decision, and the beauty yeah. of that scene is that they both made the decision. It just happened to be the same decision, so it was only the one who punches hardest that was going to oh. get to follow through. So I like that because it was a, a scene about them both making the decision, and that was great. Yeah. And if it comes down to Black Widow's utility belt winning the day, I'm okay with that. <laughs> like if she can snag Jeremy Renner, and you know, if, she, if if they're little gadgets, if it's a gadget playoff, a punch which is the technological version of who can punch hardest i'm okay with that so that's her last line like she's uh like, it's okay <laughs> doesn't she say that to him it's not it, it, and what
2: interesting about what you just said is that it's not one of these yeah. punch scenes where i deserve to live more it's like i i really deserve to die more right
0: right and, and um, i also felt like I, I was a little bit uncomfortable with hawkeye like hawkeye's got a family like he's gonna get his family we've seen <laughs> on screen
2: but he but but that's why the five year jump matters, because we uh, we're supposed to assume that he's done horrible things Right. Like that, that's what right. the Japan thing is.
0: And I kind of wish that gangsters. the it's movie horrible. had been more explicit about that, like him saying, "I just am—I've become such a terrible person that I don't think my family deserves yeah. me, so I'm going to Show me die. something him doing something actually horrible. But I, but cool. I think Dingus is right in that that subtext is there. They just don't make it's it to be. It's not right. visually uh, conveyed.
2: And Josh Lubliner pretty much agrees with what you just said, and I I I really like the way that you put the way you couch all of that cuz his his the Josh Josh's thing is that um that somehow this movie gives each character room to breathe just even if it's a little bit of room to
0: breathe uh, and even if Robert dowdy Jr. Chris Evans are hogging up most of the air
2: <laughs> i, I have no problem with that i don't know why I don't, yeah. did, uh, but i think that they're the most important people in this movie <laughs>
0: You know what, Dingus, I, goodbye, I would agree... Tom, to the white man. No, I would agree with Dingus. Like, I think we could both agree in that they're the most important, but still, to me, that doesn't mean they're the most interesting. But oh, I definitely okay. agree with Dingus. Right. Yeah, they're definitely the most it important. They used to be the most interesting. Yeah. Well, they used to be the only ones, basically, like, uh, for the longest well, time. Thor you know, got more interesting. I, I love Thor's comic relief, by the way. And I'm happy. Yeah. I feel like Thor Ragnarok, like, Taika Waititi's unique uh, approach and his, his comedic uh, approach to Thor Ragnarok. Thor. I love that, and while this movie didn't have that, I feel like, yeah, as Kelly Wan said, he cracked Thor. This movie did carry that Thor forward and put him in a different kind of movie, which Thor-ward. I'm okay with. Thor oh, Just beat me. <laughs> but I love. <laughs> I loved them calling how self-aware they were uh, calling him Lebowski, like uh, uh, Iron yeah, Man's yeah, Lebowski. Yeah. That was just beautiful, and it made me think of, okay, this is what we're going to do with Thor from here on out. That's lovely. Run with it. And, and they service
2: did. for Tom. So, <laughs> Art, Arthur feels like it's uh, the fat Thor was funny at first, but it got to be annoying to him. Do you think uh, that? Uh,
0: well, I wonder, does, does, is Arthur invested in the source material Thor? I don't know, I don't know the question, oh. but if I were invested in Thor as a as – a, God of Thunder, and uh, all this stuff about him getting, I think, Stormcatcher, whatever the axe is called. Like, if I was invested in all that, I, I could see feeling that way. It's, he lost so, his family and his city and his uh, brother and his dad, his girlfriend. Storm, whatever happened to Sif?
2: Stormcatcher.
0: Storm well, what is it called? Storm Stormbringer. Like Stormbringer. Stormbreaker. <laughs> storm uh, so Mike, uh, Michael Strait says that, it, that the scene with
2: Thor and his mom might be his favorite scene in the movie because Aww. it used it's, to be uh... no matter how bad Thor had screwed up he could still lift the hammer and know he was worthy his, his dad to find it and then he has what he thinks is the biggest screw-up of his life and then there's no one to tell him different but his mom kind of mom's him
1: she's great in the comics oh thor's mom Woof. What? are you serious
2: Is she no, no. seriously
0: I don't oh yeah <laughs> oh, he has a mom well, I'm I'm glad they didn't. Like I, I was glad to have Renee Russo do that scene instead of Hopkins. having Anthony, instead of having Anthony Hopkins back to be the dad. Hopkins. Like I I, I love no, that they Odin. went with the the mom instead of the dad. Uh,
1: excuse me, Odin is very important in the comics, so you should appreciate <laughs> Ben Foster
0: saying to you that Odin is more important. Wait, how did Ben Foster get involved in this? Yeah, how did this happen? <laughs> Did you like the and his mom? man is
2: speaking. Kelly,
0: did you like the Thorn and his mom? Uh, yeah, you I sound was like... eating during it. Oh, that's right. You said you left. Okay, well, Kellywan, so you missed a me. decent scene.
2: Come what on, Rene Russo.
0: Did you see Velvet Buzzsaw, Kellywan? You did, right? I started it. I was having trouble. Uh, okay, Just well, then you can't it. possibly appreciate how cool Renee Russo is, then. I liked her in Nightcrawler. Well, you like her even more if you ever watched and Velvet Buzzsaw, but no. You can't be, be bothered. God, Velvet Buzzsaw. Dude, I... I guess I got to keep going because I was like having a lot of trouble understanding. The well, list. we'll talk. We'll we'll talk later. <laughs> right. But it, it's great, I'm Renee. Stupid, though. It's great, Renee Russo, and it helped lay some groundwork for me to appreciate the scene in uh, Endgame. I will say. Okay. Because I just I like her now. Like I see her as having a lot more uh, weight or heft than, than I think I previously had. I could hear right. music starting like. <laughs> 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 I
2: like that you use the word heft because. Um, Thank you, Brian Becker. Uh, said that this lacks the emotional heft of uh, Infinity War. Yeah. I just, I just love the Jerks. word heft. Heft is just a cool word.
0: And it's partly because, like, I, I mean, Brian, Drunk. I think that Brian Beck is right because it's not going for that. Like, it it feels like almost like that uh, Infinity War was the hook that they cast, and then this is them just reeling us in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and now I feel well, like but... I'm dying
1: in the bottom of the boat. <laughs> Someone clubs me to death. That's, yeah, that's, that's you mean.
0: and me, Kelly Wand. Everyone else has been put in a big, beautiful aquarium with all of their friends.
1: You know, and then they trick
0: me with some funny Hulk jokes. I'm like, ugh. All right, so I have a question. Did, you're going to
2: need a bigger aquarium. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Why is Ken Jong reading some J.G. Ballard novel? And what novel was that? I didn't catch that. Oh, what? I thought it was uh,
2: – was it not Empire of the Sun?
0: Is that J.G. Ballard? Yeah. I thought it was – thought- jg ballard wrote empire of the sun the john malkovich yes. christian bale movie wow yes. i had no They're idea right. okay it, it might
2: not have been that but high uh,
0: rise well he's written some post-apocalyptic stuff too which is why um, i was wondering yeah, the if, drowned world right right i was wondering, if it was, I was wondering if, uh, it's crystal everything turns to crystal in the world. and that's what I, I wondered if they were somehow referencing that they were in the apocalypse super glad to see that kim jong wasn't really in this movie though I'm okay and with that. he's literate that's good <laughs> Stay there with your book, Kim Jong. Don't come mess up my Marvel. It is weird
1: how Asia, Asian light, the Marvel universe is. Like even
0: now, it's conspicuous when it goes to Tokyo, isn't it, Kelly Wand? Yeah. Even Doctor
1: Strange, the one time, do you have Asians?
0: Well, Black Panther too. Like Black Panther has a great Korea scene, Um, but it feels. There's a lot of black superheroes. But it feels conspicuous to me. You're right that uh, there's this whole swath of Asia. It's you know what? It's just that these superheroes are so Western centric. but I did like yeah. when we got that brief scene in, in Japan. Or I, I think there would be a Japan.
1: token one, though, because, like, Stan Lee was always like, yeah, we got to have a girl, Tigra, argh, she'll be the
0: we'll get girls in the comics. Yeah, so who's Tigra? Dingus and I apparently who? missed a reference. Yeah, she I don't was know an Avenger you know. in the 80s, so. Is she, like, half-Tiger? She was, like, the
1: sexy, she was, like, a sexy tiger. Girl. Like, she she was really hot. She wore, like, scanty
0: clothes. So, and, like, Daniel Day Kim in Hellboy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> like tigers aren't sexy. She was the stroke of all tiger.
1: Avenger. There are a few hotties, though. I was trying to think like who the hottest Marvel girl was. It was either Phoenix,
0: the Wasp, or Black Cat. Uh, hey, Brie what? Larson's Captain Marvel. Come on. So I have to say, yeah, but no, I, I really enjoyed I thought it was sexy and funny and sweet. I just, I, I want to go back and watch Captain Marvel. The line, Hey, Peter Parker, you got something for me? That was just so, my heart melted. was yeah. so adorable. Yeah. I hated her haircut, but at that moment, I still, it was like, she was like That's the baby, wrong. she was like the babysitter who knew the kid had a crush on her. That yeah, was just yeah, such yeah. an adorable, light moment that I really liked. Uh, I do like her conception as a character, too. Like, she just doesn't, she's very. Oh, her little smirk started... when Thor's hammer swings past her, like, musses up her hair a little bit. That's adorable. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Oh, I know. I liked yeah, we, her more in this than in Captain Marvel. Heard me. I Ugh, Kelly uh, she's no, got a Hillary good. Clinton haircut in this. Why do they do that? And why, why is does just What, what do you think of for no
2: What do you think of Hawkeye's hair? I, hated Kieran, it it like, so... I really what like that haircut. Uh oh, you your like son's that? gonna get a
0: mohawk, Dingus. Your son's yep. coming home with a mohawk any I look day. Like I have no doubt of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did, he looks a little like did Hawkeye get tatted up too while he was out, or is that something he already had?
2: Bad boy,
4: the bad Avenger.
2: I don't remember, actually. I didn't even notice.
0: Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Did he have
1: a nice body? <laughs> yeah,
0: Dingus. Okay, How's bye. Jeremy Renner's body looking in this movie? Arthur, Arthur uh, <laughs> Joven
2: and Jelly says that uh, he liked Dr. Hulk. He's a, he, he said he has a nice body for Dingus. So. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's what, there. What, so what I was thinking when I was watching it was how um, – uh, Kelly was so angry uh, 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 at the end of the Avengers when he says, "That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry." And yeah. Kelly's like, "That's not possible. That's not a thing." Bleh.
1: Plus, he's not <laughs> angry. He's not. The characters never angry in that movie.
2: Go so, on. So, what do you think about this? What do you yeah, think Kelly, one. How Just do you feel like about a non angry
1: Hulk? Well, he's not saying anything that's not true in this. He's like, yeah, I'm a scientist now, and he is a scientist. I mean, I don't remember. Here's the thing that he changed. Is like I don't remember Banner being like a like kind of a goofball scientist in the other ones or in the comics. Like, I was like, yay, time travel.
0: I, like, I wonder, how, Banner, Banner, I wonder how much. I wonder how much. I think it's fallout from Thor Ragnarok. To be perfectly honest.
1: Sure, but I kind of, it is sad, uh, like I liked Ruffalo, and they're giving Ruffalo more lines. He's a good actor, and he says, his delivery is great in this.
0: So... He looked a lot less confused than he did in <laughs> Thor Ragnarok, I will say. But the character was confused, too. <laughs> you, you won the fight? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> I do like That's the Ruffalo Kelly wand, it. it. it's nice. Yeah.
1: But you think back to the Ed Norton hall, he's like, I just want to get this fucking thing out of me. I he's like, James Woods <laughs> like, that would have been an interesting take, but it also is from the comics. I think he, but even then, he's not funny. Like that's what the Marvel movies did. Like in the comics, none of the heroes are funny. Iron Man's not fucking funny in the comics.
2: Well, did you think that the selfie thing was funny? Because Josh uh, went on a long L- time. Lubliner, yeah, well, that's what he basically says. He said the the selfie thing was uh, was too long, uh, and well, Ruffalo's. That's- the worst thing you can say about this delivery
0: is so fucking funny in that scene i kind of wanted it to go on. well and longer. it was also playing on paul Reed. on paul rudd's nattering which is cute as well yeah, I mean, yeah, it, was, yeah. It, was, it was playing to yeah. the actor's strengths even if it was a little bit long i feel yeah uh, okay yeah
1: and how they're all just Rudd's like the whipping boy
0: of the avengers cool. all right i have a question for you guys <laughs> i i think i miss saw something and i'm i'm a little alarmed if i saw what i think i saw when Thor gets on the Guardian Mobile or whatever the the Guardian ship at the end. The Guardian Mobile. Yeah, it, but it flies. It's called. When yeah. he gets on it, does he smash Peter Quill's Walkman? I think he does. By accident. Yeah, well he puts like is his hammer or his suitcase like or, Hellboy. I think I saw him because there's. No. A, I, I hope I thought, I'm wrong about that. I thought the that. Walkman
1: was broken in the first, the second Guardians. Really more, but better. I hope
0: I'm wrong about that. Did you guys not see that? I hope uh, I'm yeah. wrong.
2: I, th- I saw him smash something, but I thought he smashed something else. I, did. I just didn't take a note about it. But I'm so, so alarmed. If I don't it was... think it was the Walkman.
0: Because his mom's mixtape would have been in there. Like that, They can't have done that for a joke. No.
2: I... Okay. No, 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 no. I think he smashes something else, but I can't remember what now.
0: All right. I mean, just – yeah, okay. I'm worried that What's... it was – Peter Quill's Walkman, and that's not funny. What do you Marble? care? Marvel, uncool. Not, not well. I like Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm into those characters. Is another issue with it, like Shut I up, wanted Mary. more of them. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there you was plenty. plenty of, I
0: will say, by the way, I was I was happy with how much Karen Gillan and uh, Karen Gillan oh, yeah. and uh, Nebula was in this movie. I didn't expect that, and I didn't even remember and that she was And now we know right. what she
1: looks like. They really are in this a lot from
0: yeah.
2: and that's something and that Michael about Strait about said it. as well. That he just loved Nebula in this. Yeah. Yeah what? and and I was really impressed with the way they you know you asked earlier about my feelings about the time travel thing mm-hmm. uh because sometimes when they do this like character meeting the same character in this weird time loop doesn't really work um I thought I thought they managed it well here
0: I enjoyed the idea of them playing with this – them playing with this idea that she's a networked consciousness. like. Right. And I'm not real clear on what exactly happened out of that. But I, I like that they brought it up and used it as an excuse for making some stuff happen. Like I, I was on board with that, yeah. I think.
2: Yeah. Right, right. It became a plot device rather than an excuse.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she was the MacGuffin. All right, so here's did. another yeah. uncool thing. And I, I hope that – Marvel, you better not have smashed that Walkman. That would be uncool and not funny. I hope I'm wrong about this. This I know I'm not wrong about, and I think it's pretty uncool of the movie. Where on earth is Carrie Coon's Demon Lady Henchman chick? Why is she not in this? Ooh. Carrie Coon she's she's a she's she's like a demon lady henchman in the Infinity War with the guy who got blown out of the the airlock by Spider-Man like he had three henchmen who come to New York oh, and fight him okay. and Carrie Coon is one of them and the other guy was in here a lot there there yeah. were two of them missing the so guy who Carrie could do Coon magic Solinda spells says we have blood to spare I don't remember what she said I just remember after the fact being told it was Carrie Coon uh, but I there was <laughs> I don't there remember was that. There's not enough Carrie Coon in this movie. She's one of the daughters of Thanos. Is that what you're saying? I think she's more like a hired hand dingus. I don't know that she's a daughter. She might be. Her name was something like Night Wench or something. (laughs) (laughs) Listen up. She she has a name. Like, I can look it up. But uh, anyway, she wasn't in this. I was expecting all the people they roll out. I can understand, okay, Clark Gregg, he got his little bit in – in Captain Marvel, so we're not going to have this. him. not this, even though it's the 70s, I guess he's not. Uh... We did get a little Aunt May appearance. I'm always happy to see a little bit of sexy Aunt May. Can't wait for that in the next Spider-Man. I think I was peeing during that. <gasps> Kelly Wan, you missed Marissa Tomei. Super she went uh, It was like light negligee. It was uh, super uh-huh. skin-huggy. No, um... that was Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> wow. heard me. I also think he's... that I'm... I feel bad now that I hate the Stan Lee cameos. Like, now I always, it comes on, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's you dumb. And then I, I immediately feel bad for it. for stressed hating him it. out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Come on, after Thor Ragnarok called him a creepy old man, you still don't like him? And he was cutting his hair? Come
0: on. That, was, that I loved. But I just, when I, when he shows up here, my initial response is, oh, God, a Stan Lee cameo. And then initially, and immediately after that, I feel bad for feeling that. So, well, I would have preferred like more Jack Kirby cameos. Yeah, Dingus, Dick, see. No. See? I'm I'm with Dingus on that. I don't yeah. All the dead artists. Yeah, give someone else some screen time, Stan was Lee. Was Thor's fat CG? Oh, no, I so think much. it was yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I I think uh, well, you,
2: you think it was like it was a practical like
0: go for the part?
2: No, I think no, it wasn't that. It was it was just makeup, I think.
0: I'm used to seeing stuff in a movie like this and just assuming everything is CG, but Dingus oh, you might wow. be
2: right. Oh, wow. I mean, no, there's a there's a scene where he's walking across a room and it's clear that it looks like he's wearing like there are these suits that right. men wear like to so that they can understand how pregnant women feel. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and what? I'm pretty sure he was wearing one of those. And you also, success? I I am yeah, aware. Yeah. yeah, I am aware, too, when I watch Karen Gillan, that she probably had to get up super early for the makeup chair every day. Yeah. So I feel bad. for. And that. remember her in Jumanji? She's gorgeous. Well, I remember in Oculus, she's gorgeous. I can I can one-up your Jumanji. Oh, Oculus. <laughs> <Brute>.
1: <laughs> Wait, remember she's all, we got this bottled water. This is going to save us from the beer Ghost. Is that, is that Oculus?
2: Yeah, they I set thought, up a trap for the Mirror the Ghost. Thor asks what kind of beer it is. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. See yeah, Thor's a lot. Of Rocket's like, there's beer on the ship. He's like, well, what kind of beer? Right. <laughs> Thor's the C three PO of the Avengers.
0: Kelly Wan, don't you think this movie should be rated R because it's encouraging uh, alcohol consumption? Well, he doesn't. Well, the alcoholic <laughs> does kill Thanos. <laughs> oh, that's true. Right, Thanos right. Alcoholics spirit. can take. On the, okay, fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, how do you guys feel Just about drink it on screen? How do you feel about the lack of a, an Easter egg scene at the end?
1: Well, it's an end game, Tom. I like to leave it early. Fuck I knew checks. there was. I,
2: you know, when we were sitting there and we're just kind of, honestly, you guys, uh, we were exhausted and pretty devastated at the end, the two of us, uh, having seen it. Um, uh, and uh, as we sat there, Karen is like, I don't want to talk about this until we get to the car. We, <laughs> Do you think there's going to be an an after scene? And I said no. It's this is the end. Uh, but I but I said as I do whether or not I don't sit through credits to see an after scene. I mean that's that's a thing that has developed over time. I I always sit through the credits just out of respect to the people who worked on the movie. Um, I said I'm going to sit here for all the credits, but. You know, yeah, there's not going to be an after scene. So I wasn't surprised. Uh,
0: You jinxed it, dingus.
2: Yeah. But what's funny is that there were a ton of people sitting in the theater. I know. And when it finished, they were all like, oh.
0: Right? Exactly. Nice work, Marvel. I mean, that's the thing is they started this concept of having this teaser at the end. And I just felt like, oh, Endgame, really, can't be bothered. You're not even going to give us... Because it doesn't have to be about what's next. It can just be a charming moment, like Joss Whedon showing him eating shawarma. Oh, like, what the are the Endgame. No, that's not funny. I mean, they, they've...
2: They... Oh, I don't need a funny moment at the end of this movie. I mean, it's it's complete. It, it's, it's like com- after
1: the Red Wedding, Tom. It's, it's like it's after com- the Easter egg.
2: It's completed the... the the story for me. It's it's completed this – and this is something that I've long talked about. Uh, it's completed this – what I consider a cinematic novel. It's completed it. I don't need a funny moment at the end. I don't need an afterword. I we don't, don't need, need a...
0: one, but they introduced – they got us hooked on them. They gave us right. these treats after every movie, and then the last one, they decide we can't have one of those treats. I didn't need That's... it, but I wanted it. Most of them aren't that good, except for the Thor Ragnarok one, where goblins all good. Well, to be fair, like most of them are teasing something that's coming up, and if there's nothing coming right. up, but still, I you know, show them eating shawarma. I'm okay. <laughs> I
2: guess. So. Like it's, it's was really fun to watch a couple of these movies this week and watch, um, uh, watch Clark Gregg find Mjolnir and go, yeah, it's here. I mean that that was a fun moment. Uh, watched all I, of them. No, I didn't watch all of them. I watched uh, just a select good, few. Uh, but I remember uh, – I don't know what movie it That's was. That's Iron
1: Man 2. Uh, is
2: it it might have been, yeah. And one of the movies that Tom and I went to, uh, there's the, – the actual end scene is basically just a commercial or a trailer for Avengers. right. right. And we're like, well, we can't watch that. What, what the hell are you doing to us? Uh,
0: but, Actually, Dingus, well, you're right. The worst case scenario, we could have just gotten a trailer for the Spider, the new Spider-Man.
2: Right. Um, so. Well, the Captain worse. Marvel
1: one was a plot point of this, cause it, and it's not repeated in this movie. So I kind of liked that. I liked that as an Easter egg. With Captain Marvel showing up going, where's Fury? And so that's how you know oh, that right.
2: she
0: knows. I thought you meant the vomiting florkin.
2: So what do you think about Captain Marvel, Kelly? I mean, you know uh, the comics better than we do. Uh, or better than I do anyway. I I mean, she can can fly through a spaceship, but she can't punch, um, she can't punch Thanos. I mean, she can't fly through him. I mean, no rules.
1: Uh, I like her, I like the way they've written the character, um, but I feel like they're always trying to write around her powers because they're kind of, she's like Superman, sort of, and so she winds up carrying a lot of stuff, like spaceships and space
2: shuttles. Uh, She's barely in that fight, right? So, well, she's in she it for a little while, and then he throws her away,
1: right? I guess the assumption is she can't
0: punch him because he's Thanos.
2: Does anybody does anybody punch him?
0: <laughs> he gets punched yeah. right and left. What are you talking about? He gets, yeah, punched, he gets punched, punched
2: all the time, yeah. kicked,
0: and he's punching she... back so much. Right. He becomes she... punch master. Like he goes from this moral dilemma protagonist guy to, to just a guy who punches a lot. And he, he also she, has a, the sword thing.
1: But isn't shooting rays at someone power like her? Um, like, isn't aren't Projectiles more powerful than punches even from her? Well, like I what's totally more powerful? Punch from her. Superman or is heat vision? What does more damage? God, this is the dumbest conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's
2: not. I expected her to be the sort of the one who was going DSX to. Asex Machina. I...
1: <laughs> well, uh, she's, she, that's not. That, that would have been kind of dumb. I don't know. But they also set it up that way, too, because it's like, oh, he called, he called her, it's gonna matter, super huge, and it kind of doesn't matter. Like, she saves Iron Man and Iron Man puts on the gauntlet, because he has a gauntlet. I don't
2: know. It's, I, it's whatever. It's, it, it's a weird performance for me, because she seems a little bored, yeah.
1: but yeah. I, I think
2: that she's just <laughs> That's how got, Captain Marvel would
1: feel. That's
2: but I think that she's just plans. got a lot going on in her brain. Right. She's the other like, planets, okay, besides this is stupid all... Earth. Yeah, this is all she feels no affection
1: on. for Earth. I kind of like that. She's like, yeah,
2: Earth, whatever.
1: Like, that's why she didn't even recognize it in Captain Marvel.
0: In, despite the amnesia.
2: Like, oh, OK. Know. OK. So, I know. Uh,
0: that's that's not fair. Kelly. Why? She grew up on Earth. Her friend is on Earth. Captain Trouble. Lieutenant Trouble's on Earth. She cares she's about so Earth. She instantly. just she understands that these other worlds don't have Marvel superheroes. So she's got a cover for worlds that don't have this. Oh, we don't see her doing any off. of
1: those things, though.
0: So she, as far as work, we know, she's just off screen. Well, because this no, movie here. is set on Earth, Kelly Wand. We're Earthlings watching movies about Earth. That's how it works. Boring. <laughs> Seen it. Go Same watch more Guard- Guardians of the Galaxy. It is a little extra Earth activity for you. There. Yes, I will. Old planet Thornthru- Thornfruit was an exciting diversion. That was an exciting <laughs> planet. See why Thanos went there. That's, but good. that's what I was saying before about that's her role in the movie, is to dispatch Thanos real quick so that the movie can do other things that it's going to do for the opening parts.
1: Maybe she's the decoy. She doesn't and, dispatch then we go, oh, no. Captain Marvel's going to kill Thanos.
0: No, she doesn't, fruit. but I think she's what enables them to just fly there and take him on easily. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. And, and by the way, what I liked a, at that moment, too, that for the first time ever their name made sense. Right. Avengers. They're not called the Prevengers. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that when they fly out. I'm like, yeah, okay, they're going to go re- get revenge. I mean, what's it going to do? But still, do it. That's what your name says. Go do it. I liked that.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I like that they all take on Thanos one at a time. So
0: well, so that, again, so when Scarlet she Witch comes true. up and he says, I don't even know who you are, which good. but when You will. Yeah, but then what? She doesn't do anything. Like she I lifts know. him up briefly, and th- he doesn't know who she is anymore. Like he he no more knows who she is after she lifts him up with red CG than before she had done that to him. Like I feel like the movie's just throwing out one-liners and is not honoring them or caring about what they're promising. I wanted, because she should be angry because Vision's dead, and Thanos should now know who she is. But I don't think she did anything. Is to Vision her. in the movie at the end? No. Nope. No, because he dies before all of the events happen. Well, he's in it in that he's one I mean, of he those stones. Yeah, no, he's one of those stones, right? Like, isn't there the Vision Stone? It's isn't that the one Mind of Stone. Yeah, Mind Stone. Yeah, so he's in it in that regard, Kelly Wand. He's in he's in that little stone.
1: Right. Whatever, nerd.
0: <laughs> You're a nerd
1: for answering my
0: question thoughtfully, nerd. There's also a I really quick the answer.
1: There's a, a really
0: nice tableau. It's just like a shot of. It sounds like *Ladies of Marvel*. Like it's Danny Garari from uh, *from Black Panther*, and it's Tessa Thompson from *Thor Ragnarok*, and it's Brie Larson. It's just like all the women yes. come yeah. forward, and I love that, but it doesn't go anywhere. It was it was just like a postcard. Like I wanted to see. Figures. No, they get the fight. What are you talking about? Uh, not really. Uh, not, it's just brief punching. And they, Kiernan
2: was really excited about. It. He's like, 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 it's it's all the women
0: and Spider-Man. And then it gets yeah, and they disperse <laughs> very quickly, and women then they're and children. Yeah. It, it, it was sort of like setting up uh, three generations of women against uh, Michael Myers in the latest Halloween movie. And I was just super oh. disappointed. Set this up and follow through with it. And it, it just Mom, seemed like – oh, I got to say goodbye to the white man. Goodbye. It, it was me. just like brief imagery, and it was super powerful imagery. I just wish it had been followed up with action worthy of that image. Um, yeah, but you expect too much. Like, I really – I was so, so not into that battle. I so did not – it was just like, "What? Really? Really?" You didn't have any uh, cool henchmen in that battle. I thought it would be like Thanos and all the Avengers villains. Well, he had that. his one spellcaster henchman. Could have gotten guy.
1: with the other Avengers villains.
0: Uh, Bodok, Loki. <laughs> Loki wasn't there, was he? They had the big old flying space worms. They had those from the first Avengers. And yeah, fight movie. Loki
1: twice.
0: The Chitari, come on, the big. The, right, the tatari What a Kari
1: Nebula was Which, there.
0: Is Thanos a Chitari?
1: Oh. Uh, was, oh uh, well, uh, let me explain, Dingus.
0: You see. Um, I'm interested in the answer. Is he? Say the name again. The things from Avengers. Is Thanos one of the things that attacks New York and Avengers? Is K'chari. he? Is he of he's race. too big. Yeah, or is he yeah. like Yoda, where he's just a thing? Because the Chita- you don't have chin scroats except the for chi-
2: him. is yeah, chin scroats. The Chitari <laughs> seem to always show show up whenever he's around.
0: Yeah, and isn't that where Loki goes to talk to him in Avengers to recruit all the Chitari, right? right. Why does he sound like Cable? That's weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Getting back to the craft services table, mission source. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Man, Dingus, do we have
0: uh, we had Michael Strait, Andy Bates, uh, Brian Becker, uh, Arthur Gilvalon Jalalanielli, and uh, oh, Josh Lubliner, I mean, and Michael Strait right in? Uh, wow. Any other things that uh, you feel we should um, bring up from the writers?
3: <laughs> upon.
1: Yes, Dingus.
0: <laughs> wow. Be... Dingus. Oh, Meryl Streep. There's Meryl Streep. Dingus, your favorite actress.
3: Actor, I, I should say. I you
0: my opinions. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Serious question. Has Meryl Streep been in any superhero movies? She was uh, the villain in The Phantom with Billy Zane, I think. Are you oh, serious? Yeah. You're lying about that. As mother hate. Is that really true? No. Wow. Oh. I like it. I did believe you. All right. Dingus, you I heard... would know. Has, has, has Meryl Streep done a superhero movie? She yeah. was Wonder Woman's grandma. Who?
2: Oh. Fantastic
0: Mr. Fox. Oh, Jesus. Dingus is fired from superheroes. Yeah, that's... <laughs> no, I'm furious right now.
2: So, anyway, Brian Becker uh, thought it really moved well for a three-hour movie, and I have to agree with him. It didn't feel like a three-hour movie to me. Um it felt like uh... two hours
1: and 36 minutes to me. That's how much I thought it would
2: good. But very good well done it's um, that
4: are really slow
2: Andy Bates he says something that's weird to me I, I don't know quite what to make of this uh, he, sa- he says to listen to the Thor our Thor podcast Uh-oh. at the uh, 16, 16 minute 30 second part of the podcast
0: sounds <laughs> like it's part of the Opsis I'm guessing
2: I'm guessing so, too, but I have no idea what to make of it, but uh, but Andy uh, did... The first movie, Thor? Yeah.
4: Podcast?
2: Which word did you get your training One. Yeah. But Andy did intimate to me that he was like, all right, I'm going to go listen to some of these other podcasts you guys. Uh-oh. uh I've got the hiccups yeah. right now. I'm, I wouldn't...
1: I don't know. The old opsies are kind of
2: crude compared to today's... Black Panther. <laughs> they definitely are crude, yes. Um, I go back. I, don't, I think I'd lose my uh, lojo. Uh, you know I mean? And Josh Lubliner does say that... Remember when... Uh, yeah. Uh, he does have... He has problems with it. Uh, I I think of all of our listeners Josh Lubliner liked at least...
0: High five, Josh! I'm high five any, Josh.
2: Any he, he wishes they'd come up with a better way to undo everything. Time travel. Did, and the way they did, yeah.
0: So Josh and I are the 4% of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's weird because everyone
1: was like, they had all these complex, intricate theories on how they would do it. Like, yeah, Captain Marvel and the Quantum Realm. Like, and then they just, like, like it, it makes me realize what Episode 9 is probably going to be like.
4: Like okay yeah raised parents oh yeah it's gonna be
2: it's gonna be episode like a... nine of what what are you talking about
4: stupid Star Wars it's gonna be
1: like oh time Star Wars you... I I
2: no
4: I right.
1: like that answer I like I feel bad saying episode nine like it's supposed to be
2: something That's got kind of
1: a name ninth. now
0: you can call it by the actual name of the movie that's by the, the way.
1: dumbest yeah. name of any <laughs> Star
0: Wars movie <laughs> you can still ever. call it that
3: <laughs>
1: and that's saying something
0: what's the name of
1: it uh, Rise, Rise of, Skywalker. of Skywalker yeah what the fuck. Even if that means something, it's a terrible (laughs) title. Rise? I don't even like the word rise in the Star
0: Wars title. You like things to lay dormant. I like
1: revenges and returns and striking.
0: (laughs) Maybe they're just making bread. The Dark Knight Rose Kelly Wand, why can't a Skywalker rise? Yeah, remember how that went? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my back! Oh, that's how that feels. Oh, I wonder uh, anything else for the listener oh, emails to no know about?
3: It. No!
1: Yeah, there's the. I had, a, I had lunch with a guy in Orange County when I was in LA, and he's like a DC enthusiast. He like, oh, gosh, I thought, uh oh, I have to watch Endgame here, this kind of thing. Like, it was. I don't know. Never mind. That's no, great. Comic books are awesome. I hope every movie is a compliment.
0: That's the takeaway. What? All right. Well, then yeah, Kelly, Wand, what are we going to do a podcast on next week? There's no movies opening for probably about a few months, right? Like they've got to let end game run its course. This thing still yeah, has plenty of money do, to make.
1: Let's just do more end game podcasts for the next month or two. I okay. think we
0: should do the three by three that you've been promising for a month uh i feel bad about this one now really i don't know why don't I you can't talk about it how would yeah. you
2: talk about it
1: if i was to talk about such a thing what would such a thing be called uh three by three best tongues in uh, movies.
0: and people who are listening are like oh yeah i know a great scene with a tongue what should they do if they have that in their head Callie wand
1: <laughs> i'm just gonna do every body part starting from the top of the skull down to the toenails. It's three by three topics. (laughs) Let's see what happens. Because I'm also going to do each tooth separately.
2: Uh, If Uh you have... (laughs) (laughs) Dig That's immoral.
1: If you have uh, three scenes with tongues in movies, or even one. You don't need three. If If you have up to three scenes in movies with tongues in them, that you want me to read with this level of enthusiasm on the air in a week, <laughs> send such nominees to three x three quarter to 3com before
0: May fifth, fifth. or midnight Pacific May fifth. Send it to of, us before before the midnight of the sixth. Like the sixth is
1: starting and the fifth is ending. So the midnight Pacific time then. That's how long you have to think about tongues till then. You can stop thinking.
0: And then listen to our podcast when we talk about tongues next week. We'll also be talking about, uh, we'll each be bringing up a movie we've seen. So who knows where that's going to go? We'll find out. Join us then. I'm Tom Chick. I've been here with Christian Moralsky.
2: It's Christian Moralsky.
0: And of course, Kelly Wand. I want Bruce Garrick to do brain
5: surgery on me. But also, I will be naked. It's not a tumor, by the way, Bruce, so don't take that out. I need that for things. I can take it out to myself through my nose using pliers from Puerto Rico. That's a tumor.
2: I prefer that we be more capable and prepared than lucky. Observation, reflection, faith, and determination. In this way, we may navigate the path as it unfolds before us. All right, and we have, what, eight more recharge cycles to go before we get to Aurigai 6? Is that a question, Yes, sir? Walter, that's a question. That is correct.
5: Damey, Damey, why you do this to me? Damey, Damey, take confession on these stairs where you fell while I suck cocks in hell. Damey, why you do, JK, it's just me,
2: Pazuzu. Good to bed or I'll sell all your toys.
5: My action figures all look the same. I'm outraged. What is with my teeth?